Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the show this week, I have um, someone I have to apologize to very often on the show. Uh, Ken's fiance, Ebony, is on the show today. How you doing, Ebony? Hello. And joining us from the Ready, Set, Geek Podcast, another show on this fine Geek Say What network, Cole. Hi. I don't know if I'm uh, going to be ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the episode already happened, so you're oh, yeah. ready. I didn't know if we were acknowledging <laughs> it or not. I'm like, oh, it's the intro. Like, I know this is how you do the show, but it's just, it's one of those, like, I always forget when it's actually oh, happening. Cole yeah. can't keep it straight again. Cole just doesn't listen to the show. Thanks, man. I, I listen to your show. Travel. I listen no, to your I show. I almost died working out listening to the last one. I'm with a Anthony. loyal listener. Like, I'm just, oh I'm just saying, I'd appreciate the feedback. This is anyway. why my stunt double shows up. <laughs> to work <laughs> i'd appreciate the support but i mean i guess i don't get it from call anywho um right up front spoilerific movie review this is all we talk about is spider-man homecoming well i shouldn't say all we talk about we uh, the bulk of the episode is spider-man homecoming there's a lot of other stuff we we go through but spider-man homecoming if you haven't seen it uh go watch it first then come back and listen to this episode because we dive deep into it and talk about all the stuff we love and dislike about it. Uh, I wouldn't say, there's nothing we hated about the movie, right? No. Like, overall, it was fantastic. No. Go watch it. Um, I think it's one of Marvel's best. Uh, anyway, two plugs. Cole, where can they find you, bud? Uh, you can find me on social media as at Emerald Knight 86 I will not spell this time. <laughs> um <laughs> And you can I'm um, part of the Ready Set Geek podcast of the Geek Say What Network uh, with these lovely people. Um, and you can f- Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, and geeksaywhat.com. Awesome. And Ebony, where can they find you? On social media, I'm Jewel Spirit at Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. It sounded so inspirational the way you said it. It's like Jewel Spirit with two L's. <laughs> Got that spirit. Yeah, with, with two L's. L's. There you go. One for each hand. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, Ken, where can... Uh, oh, my God. Well, Ken got it! Well, that Ken sh- got the reference! Well, that hand gesture that you couldn't see is appropriate for the show. But, uh, Ken, where can they find you? They can find me at Ken Rolo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, can they find I, actually, you? Actually, no, that's not my Facebook handle, so <laughs> best of luck. Well, and where can they find you on weekends? They can find me at Comics, Tunes, and Toys, your local comic shop in Orange County. Woo! He was just doing finger guns, Ebony. Don't worry about it. That's bullshit. (laughs) I like they were gentle finger guns. (laughs) My fiance is more vulgar on the show than I am. (laughs) It's kind of interesting. It's okay. Your finger guns were very. (laughs) His finger guns would. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. I'm on Facebook, but I don't. I don't really add anyone. Um, And don't forget to check out me. Really. Yeah, I mean, it makes it a lot quieter now. <laughs> um, don't forget to check out the Geek Say What Network on all social all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. And don't forget to uh, check out the other two shows on the network. Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. And they're going to have a panel at Comic-Con this year at uh, on July 20th, 2 p.m. in the library. So come check us out there. We'll all be there. Um, and you can come argue with us in person. And then uh, check out Ready Set Geek, who uh, hosted by Cole and Alex and JPG. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, but I think that's it. Um, okay, uh, and they're your intro podcast to everything on the network. So, yeah, again, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Guys, we got a spoilers about spoilers folks. about like 
just go watch the movie, then listen to this, and feel free to agree or disagree with us all you like. All right. And I think that's it. Cue the music. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> a plenty this episode, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but spoilers. If you haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming, turn off the episode, watch it, then come back. Because this is a spoilerific movie review. Uh, we're just going to talk about it like everyone's already seen it. I'm, I'm assuming everyone in the room has seen it. No. Well, wait, too bad, see, Cole. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Seriously? Get out of here. No. <laughs> no, pause. Seriously, Cole, you haven't seen it? Uh, no, he's fucking I around. S- I saw it uh, Thursday. We were inviting you to go watch it with us, Ken. I didn't know if you actually got there. I mean, anything could have happened. I mean, that's true. But no, I saw it. That that actually, I saw the film. Guys, can we just start with the most important issue of this movie? Okay. Aunt May is fine as hell. That's <laughs> yeah, she that's the only thing I could think about after the movie. <laughs> that, that woman does not age because she looks amazing. Marissa Tomei. Oh my god. Oh, I thought you meant Aunt May in general. Like she's got the Benjamin buttons. Oh <laughs> no no. <laughs> I mean, that's how they're setting it up. Yeah. I mean, the traditional Aunt May looks like she's about to die any second. Yeah, but it, Marissa Tomei, she's in her 50s. It's not like she they cast so a 20-year-old to be Aunt May. She looks so good. She looks so I'm good. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not even... Oh, I had the hotspur, too. It's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, I was about to say sorry, Ebony. No. Oh, I can apologize to you in person now. Okay. Hi. Folks, what are you guys apologizing been, about? If you folks have been listening to the show, I often say sorry, Ebony, whenever I say something inappropriate to Ken. Um, but yeah, she's real and she's in studio and I can apologize to her in person so whenever I say something's awful. <laughs> Since we are professional <laughs> podcasters, um, we would like to introduce the audience to our two guests today. Um, one of them, uh, you might know from Ready, Set, Geek, is Cole Garrison. Hello. Thank you for having me on the show, guys. Yeah. It came out of the blue, and but I'm happy to be here. the uh, the offensive signal. Uh, Answering the call. Yeah. I heard the whisper in the wind, and I just follow those colors. There's actually a red telephone in studio just for that. Oh. (laughs) Well, then why did I follow those colors? I mean, there's (laughs) a phone. Why didn't you just use the phone? (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, Ebony, again, thank you for joining us in studio. (laughs) Happy to show. Hello, spider friends. And she's real. But, folks, (laughs) Spider-Man Homecoming just came out. What did we all think? It was good. It It was good? It was was good? good. Ooh, here we go. This is what I was hoping for. Actually, this is why oh. we. This is why we have the new setup now. Ken is in the booth in a separate room, and Cole is sitting next to me, so it won't get too intense. Oh, when I'm in the middle, I'm gonna get you, just completely. They will stop. They will stop because of you. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, I should have totally. I should have totally done like a ring announcer, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in the red <laughs> corner. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yep. It's time for these two nerds to argue about a movie. <laughs> I, I just don't know how much we're going to argue about because um, the well, issues I have with it have nothing to do with the film. Unless you but, really want to fight about me on like these other issues. But it was actually an interesting point that you brought up, though, because it's 
um, because these Spider-Man movies have been around so long. Like, this is something I actually didn't think about going into the movie. But anyway, so general, you know, reaction to the movie is very positive from at least the people on the Geek Offensive. Um, Ken, what did you think? This is, I mean, it's, 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 I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to sound hackney, but here it's, this is by far the best Spider-Man movie ever. Like, hands down, completely, in, in every, and, but keep in mind, too, the first three Spider-Man movies I hate because Tobey Maguire is a horrible actor. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is right next to him. And, I mean, like, there, there are positives to, to say about those films, but if your leading actor, your Spider-Man in the, the titular character of Spider-Man is not good, those, then, then, that, then your movie is trash. I'm sorry. Like that I, is a very th- bold mm, statement. We I, I can argue dis- about this. I'm actually all day. on. I'm actually on Cole's side for this one. But yeah? I yeah. do want to focus on so the new Hulk. movie. Yeah, because I actually like the first two. We, there we, is no third Spider-Man movie. We, we can we can go down this. We can start this fight right now. Okay, because <laughs> those movies are hot garbage, and the fact that that P- Spider-Man Peter Parker, who's like the the quipper along with the web thwipper. Right. Is like, oh, you know, you're you are you are a lot taller than you are in, than you are in school. I hunch. That's your best comeback. That's I do you, hunch. You, do you remember is what that, year is that? That movie came out. It came out in an era where superhero movies were being made fun of because they didn't really exist. We had X Men and Spider Man. Those were the first two movies where people went, oh, there's money in this. So what you're telling me is that because people. If because it was made in the past, we have to give it a, a pass. It's no, we when don't it give came it a out, pass. it was that we bad. We give it a different grade because no, you, you don't. It's yes. still the same yeah. grade because well, Spider Man Two was so be, good because that's when they actually gave it a script. Whereas Spider Man One, it was just they did their best to make a superhero movie for the general population. They didn't make it for the comic book fans. They made it for the general population. Okay, how does that stand up against Spider Man Homecoming that is made for absolutely everyone? Completely different fans? era. That's a different era. Doesn't mean it's, it doesn't mean it's a that somehow that old the old ones are better films just because they're. I'm not saying they're better films. They're I'm trash. saying you can't judge I'm, Homecoming I'm sorry. to Spider-Man One. You absolutely can. <laughs> I'm in the middle of. I'm this. grinning so much during this show. <laughs> I'm too busy yelling. I need to fight make sure monkeys. I'm, fight. I gotta watch Did the levels here. Just call us monkeys. Yes. Just, you just want to be in this fight. That's all it is. He was feeling left out, so he's like, "I'm gonna say it of monkeys." Ha ha ha! Dance, monkey dance. No, no, dance. no. Please continue. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just here shaking my head. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, you you don't like Spider-Man 2. No. Cuz I'm not going to defend At Spider-Man all? 1 Wait, because Ken, the Power Ranger costume was well, horrible. Well, yeah. quick, quick question, Ken, are yes. you kind of like an all or nothing critic if like one thing's off, you're like No. No, no like okay. if if you grade like there's a great um video from Nostalgia Critic, which I'm sure most of us test, probably test. I can't hear him. It's you, in my headphones. Hold up. You can't hear anything? Mm-mm. Hopefully it's just my volume. Oh. Okay. Can you hear go yourself ahead. at all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I can. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, so if you judge them as just one uh, Amazing Spider-Man versus uh, the first Spider-Man, there are definitely pros. Like, I'm not saying that they're nothing but dr- trash. Your but tone says... <laughs> otherwise. Says otherwise, but Ken. You, so you're be, jumping again, again, be be nuanced in your reviews. That's let, all I'm asking. Let, let me be clear about this. Yeah. They have redeeming qualities, but when you put them side by side, and I'm not even bringing Homecoming into it, just against Amazing Spider-Man. Like, Amazing Spider-Man series has problems. Chief among them, the, the and they're overstuffed with plot, and I blame Avi Oddred with it for this. He's he's been in charge of the Spider-Man property at Sony for a good long while. The actually Avi Oddred was a producer on the 1990s uh, Spider-Man cartoon, which is a great series, 
and where I'm sure he wanted to push forward for those the later movies. But he he and Sony didn't understand the property to a degree, and they're trying to push their the the shared universe agenda well before they're ready for that. And that's why we have the ridiculousness of, oh, let's make a Sinister, Sin- uh, Sinister Six movie. No, you you're not ready. You can't just throw, like, a good fact and then, like, crazy opinions. Like, I completely agree. He went off base. He was trying... He was looking at action figures more than actual story You're plot. talking about Avi... Yeah. yeah, and by the way, yeah. th- these are facts, Cold. I mean, th- th- you can listen to commentaries, and they discuss this, and they discuss how he did this. But go ahead. Yeah, you, no, it's you're proving my point that he's ready for. M- he's well, like, he how was, do we he make was, an action? And I'm agreeing with Ken, you. Ken, he was about to agree with you. Yeah, Relax. I'm agreeing. <laughs> it's, it's just for me where you lose. That door's like, locked, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you lose me is when you're where you once again you go back and you're comparing a 2002 film to a 2011 when the general population finally had. Um, an understanding of superhero movies, and they were starting to grade them beyond, oh my god, my favorite superhero is on screen. It was a legitimate, like, oh hey, there's a plot here, which is what Amazing Spider-Man brought, which is what I really appreciate about that. Okay, so, but this this sounds a lot like your other argument of, oh, it's a kid's film. We don't have to give it standards because it's a kid's film. Yes, we have to well, give no, movies no. standards. We have to hold them to a certain degree, be like, you know what, you can, oh, you can do better, and I expect that from you. Don't just okay. shove a piece of crap out the door with Tobey Maguire and be like, no, I'm, I'm going to accept that as, as Peter Parker. No, I, I wouldn't say that's his argument. He's saying that like with passage of time, you do have to re- keep that in mind if you're rating any movie. I think any movie, very rarely does a movie actually like um, break those barriers where it doesn't matter what time you're looking at. It's going to be good no matter what. But there's been enough time that I think like everything's changed. Um, along with the public perception of superheroes, along with the actual business, that you do kind of have to have a different frame of reference for um, those movies versus this one. With that said, I do like... I've gone back and forth. I do like the newest one the best so far, but I still think, like, with any type of movie, you do have to look at the entire picture as a whole. So the comic book movie industry was very different at that time. It wasn't even an industry. Exactly. So... So I can see something to Cole's point here where it's like you do have to like look at it with a few different standards. Yeah, like there's certain movies where it's just complete garbage, like Ghost Rider. Um, you, like, that, that movie's w- perfection. I don't know what I your problem <laughs> with that is. <laughs> like, what is it? like uh, Nicholas Cage, I, I'm going to call Nicholas right now and have him come down here <laughs> and oh, talk to you. I, Wait, I could would he? love to have that conversation. Oh, my God. Actually, I did interview him for that movie like years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, at San Diego, we had we had press passes, and oh so we went into the the roundtable discussion stuff like that. And it was kind of cool because like after we we got to talk to him and interview him, and like he was telling me how he like he, they had to cover up his tattoo, his Ghost Rider tattoo. He had to cover up for his Ghost Rider movie appearance. I'm like, that's pretty. Then what happened? Oh my God. What do you want to happen? Was he was he crazy? Like was he like was he a weird dude? Like, no, he was he was really cool. He's really chill. I mean, he's kind of in his element. He's at Comic Con, so he's like, I'm a nerd. I'm here. It, you this can't is... drop a bomb that you interviewed Nicolas Cage <laughs> about Ghost Rider yeah. and not tell us what was said. Did you yell at him? Did you say what the no, hell why happened? Would I, why would Do, I yell? Don't yell at Nicolas Cage. Cage. No, yeah, you yell. No, 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 you see the Ghost Rider. We can cuss in this show. No, right? no, yeah. Why oh, am I going to yell? the bullshit of Ghost Rider. No, don't yell at Nick Cage. You'll startle him, and then he'll just go on a rampage. Don't do Look, that, Cole. We'll have winter <laughs> for six more months. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just, 
oh my god, how are we on Ghost Rider? I thought we I was I, that was, yeah, I thought it was, was brought like, on to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't know we're going to be going down well, to you, the history of Marvel films. Well, you're the Spider-Man one that mentioned Ghost Rider. Well, it's because he brought up Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, mean, I was <laughs> trying to bring up bad movies. Like, there's just bad movies. That was the original point. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get in trouble for this. Okay. Go for it. There's a wall between you and Ken, so you're good. <laughs> a very thin glass wall <laughs> that he knows how to break. I know he does, but anyways. It's going to come through there like an action film. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like Trinity in the beginning of Matrix Reloaded. So, guys, I was real for today, but tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I agree with Ken. I'm not a fan of the very first mm. couple films, but... I see Cole's perspective on this. This is over. This I'm ending this party. <laughs> this is all done here. Wait a second. This was a Ken market break in here. <laughs> because it's formulaic. And the only way to break through to executives in Hollywood is to have a market and feed the market. And sadly, you're not going to get, I'm sorry, a great film. You could have, and I'll be with Ken on that. Like, they could have, but I, like you said, it wasn't ready yet. Yeah. Hey, no, but you also, yeah, think about that, too. It's just like how much bigger of a risk was a superhero movie back then? Mm-hmm. So you so have big. to play to that. Really, like, so you're saying formulaic, right? Formulaic. So you really have to play that out just so it's like the general audience will make sure th- they'll understand this and that makes executives happy. Yep. Yeah. So that's a big that's a big thing to look at, too. Now it's like, oh, you got a Marvel property? Yeah, make a movie out of it. Yeah, no, no, when you can make, like, hey, we're going to make a movie. It's called Ant-Man and we're going to make money. Like, that's when you know you have found gold. Yeah. <laughs> that one still sounds like it was a dare. <laughs> like you don't think you don't think I can make an Ant-Man movie? Watch this, you no, no. fucking asshole! <laughs> the dare was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, there that you go. That was yeah. the big. T- We're gonna have a movie with a tree, and people are going to love the shit out of that <laughs> fucking tree. <laughs> that's the dare, and I just, I to this day, if you would have told me, I no, it's on record. We have the episode. I don't remember what it is, but I'm saying on air, Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna be the movie that Marvel loses it. And then the the movie came out, and I was like, I was wrong. This they movie's list- amazing. They listened to you on that episode and said, "Fuck this guy. We're gonna make <laughs> we're gonna make this movie awesome." And then Cole's gonna eat it, even though we have no idea who he is. <laughs> uh, no, the Gardens of the Galaxy is the movie that took me by surprise. It took everyone by surprise. Bless you, Ken. Sorry. Oh, you sneezing over he, there? He's human. He sneezes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that. No, that movie was a huge surprise and. To be fair, personally, like they're the group I'm the most invested in, just because I have no preconceived notions. Of th- I have no context surrounding them. Everything else I was very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Guardians, I was just like, I don't know who the fuck these guys are. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Chris Pratt's dancing. I love this. Mm-hmm. All right, it seemed like a serious film, but now he's dancing and lip syncing with a robot. No, not a robot, a lizard thing. Well, that's the thing, thing is, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, we're off topic now going to Guardians we're so of the Galaxy. Off topic. Who gives a shit? Hey, he already badmouthed the Academy Award winning Nicolas Cage, so <laughs> yes. we're going wherever <laughs> we want. His best role is when he's not the leading actor. And so, you mean his Academy Award winning Leaving Las Vegas that he, that's his best role? I was bringing up The Sorcerer's Apprentice, where he's like the- I still think The Rock is his best work. I love that movie. It's not even. Oh my it's so good. That. Sorry, but, my okay. brain just went to it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, go ahead, Ken. So anyone, everyone's like, oh, I can't believe they made that movie. The the restart that they had with Star-Lord and Gamora, that's, that was so good. And all the all the casuals, mm-hmm. like Guardians of the Galaxy, they Google it and they come up with the original Charlie, like Charlie and, uh, I won't say Charlie 27, but I always think it's 22. But no, it's Charlie 27. But like they, they referenced that team, the Jim Valentino one, and I'm like, yeah, they're not making that one. And then they made me a liar with Guardians 2. Spoilers. Because... They showed up in Guardians yeah. 2. Well, that, was, I mean, that was crazy. The thing about the Guardians film is I'm pretty sure they're going to change the team in every film. Like They'll be like the same people, but they can just keep 
changing who I was they ex- have come in. I was I was expecting that dog to be part of the team, but I guess Cosmo. No, yeah, he's whatever. not. I mean, he's he's more like the guy in the chair that they talk to over like a headset. Right, and but so I was I was expecting them to like add him like in some way, just but like it, have him running yeah, around the Milano. Exactly. Yeah. I always confuse him with the Russian dog from DC. That's the racist. That's racist. The Russian dog, <laughs> right? But you know what I'm talking about? The one who has um he's from the future and he can read oh no, he um he gets a telepath and he's like super strength and he's a white dog. That there's your racist part. But it's <laughs> he's a white dog that I it's in one of my Green Lantern comics. I know we don't every put time up with I see shit. a pop a, a dog with it says USSR and space traveler, I always think of that one. That is Marvel. Cosmo. That is Cosmo. But it's in DC. No. No, 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 no. I will bring Which you this dog? comic. I'm Which telling you, I have this Green Lantern comic where he's got, he went primal, and then the Flash has his giant brain, and um, uh, the ape, uh, uh, help Ken. Detective help Chimp? Detective Chimp is there. There's a giant, it's, it's. That's Cosmo. But it's DC. <laughs> there's a DC version. Of, I will, sh- I'll, when I go home, I will find the comic. I'll take a picture, and I'll show you Ken. But right now, I can't think oh. of this well, dog's see, name. Rex, this the Wonder Dog? <gasps> Rex! No. Rex <laughs> the Wonder Dog? Because he's so, he, is he white? Can you hold up your phone? Um, I'm looking right now. There's just information, but no well, the Rex the Wonder Dog? Who the fuck's that? He's in DC mi- Comics Universe, created in 1952, from Green Lantern number 30, also 1992. It's probably the 92 one, because It's that's just a white dog. Sense. There's no... He's but not he, in a suit or anything. No. I know. Oh, I take, well, that, I ta- I take he, that back. He he's wearing. I take that back. In one cover, he's wearing like an Indian headdress. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Racist number two. <laughs> Let me tell you, he's up today. But anyway, I, why are we talking about this again? I don't you're know. Racist? I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, okay, we're Cole, just going straight there. All right. Uh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, that's from my comic book. Okay, Cole's racist. End discussion. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we're not having that on the record. No. Too late. Too no, 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 right. no, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay, well, the, uh, let's I'm get s- let's get back to the movie. Let's get back to Spider-Man. Okay, so yeah. Spider-Man Two is still not a good movie. <laughs> Homecoming. Hey. Um, Homecoming. But, but uh, t- to Cole's point, okay, so if you say, like, when it came out, it was a good movie. And then as time passes, you can look back and say, like, oh, you know what? That wasn't that good. But it seems like you can't say that. So you can't look back at, like, say, some questionable Disney film that might be like, oh, that's kind of, that's really not acceptable. They, why, wait, what's that, why is that bunny covered in tar? What's, hmm. You can acknowledge you the problems of the past. bring up Song of the South and reference it to Spider-Man 2. That is not something <laughs> in the same category. You're saying the movie for its time was acceptable, and now it... In a completely wait, different area. Uh, well, uh, well, I'm not talking about on, racism I... on its screen. I'm talking about accepting the garbage script and the spi- the Superman moment while he's turning into Spider-Man and the swinging and the hair going in the wrong direction of the mannequin as she's swinging across the screen. Like I'm talking... That's a different thing. And by the way, that's still Spider-Man 1. I'm talking about Spider-Man 2 is good, and that's the one I will defend with Doc Ock. Did they change? Okay, so, okay, this is another point that people have. Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock. People really liked, uh, uh, I want to say Jeffrey Molina, but it's not, it's, what's his first name? Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Um, And I'm like, okay, Alfred Molina, great actor, that's fine. But you're holding up the the villain as the the tentpole in your argument. Like, Spider-Man is still hot garbage. Mary Jane is still hot garbage. But that was the closest thing we had to a Spider-Man. Well, here's the thing thing with Tobey Maguire's performance, like, I actually liked him because I believe that guy is Peter Parker. Like, I believe he's this nerdy loser who would have a voice. He's not going to be a boot. Like, I know, I know, not the popular opinion in the room, but 
I believe that guy's Peter Parker, and then when he puts on the mask, then he's like quipping and like doing his thing. And but I'm he's like, not okay. quipping. He's never quipping. He what? He what? He did a few lines. He's not going to be a comedian, Ken. He Come quipped on. as Tobey Maguire. He be. It's Peter but, Parker. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, okay, there was a transformation there. I was just like, you know, he's fine. Like, not exactly like fantastic. Again, I think Holland and Garfield make better Spider Man. But I was like, I was fine with Toby. So Toby was a poser to me because like I didn't even feel that extreme. I don't know. I didn't feel like he was a nerd. He was trying to be, but he really. I thought he was pretty. I, he looked like a nerd to me. No, he I was, was definitely like, a nerd. Yeah, I just didn't feel it like it was a real nerd yeah. though. Like it was an actor pretending to be a nerd, and that uh, maybe that's performance. See, see, for me, it's like to- McGuire was like I believe him as Peter Parker. He's okay, Spider Man, and then Garfield was the other way. I. I like okay. him as Spider Man. I don't believe that guy is Peter Parker. No, okay. And then this, li- this latest people- guy, oh. I'm just like, um, for Homecoming, Holland, yeah. I liked him as both. And I'm like, okay, I think they got it right with this kid. Yeah, he pulled it off amazingly. Yeah. <laughs> guy in the chair, I mean, what do you think? <laughs> he That's a reference from the movie. He dropped it earlier. Ken dropped it earlier. Like, he didn't even Ken, notice. Ken, just Ken is Ned. Ken is Ned. Well, no, I didn't know if she was referring to me because I'm. I can't I'm, see her face, okay. so <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. yeah. That. Ebony, just I don't want to spoil anything for you, but we're all in chairs right now. Look, just for the <laughs> audience's sake. Computer. Can we fucking just talk about homecoming yes. now? That's no, what I'm trying to do. We haven't gotten to amazing yet. So no, we're okay. Oh god, <laughs> cutting it off. Let all right. it go. We'll we'll, we'll go. get to another show, Ken. But the the main thing was, and since it's going to be the title of the episode, Spider-Man Homecoming. Let's talk about this movie. After we tease it for 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Overall, I loved it. Like, I honestly was not expecting much from it. I thought it was going to be kind of the same thing we saw before, just done well. That's all. I wasn't expecting to actually be surprised. I wasn't expecting to have that much fun. I I thought this was actually a a very good movie. Did you see the trailers beforehand? I'm just kind of curious. I saw one trailer and I read no articles. Okay, That's how I watch every movie from now on. I don't want anything ruined for me. How did you feel after the trailer? Did that like set those expectations for you? Hmm? Um, I thought it was an okay trailer. I was like, because we had seen Spider-Man in Civil War already. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, okay, this looks like it's going to be a solid movie. And then I was just like, okay, blank slate. Let's go watch it. And then I had a great time. Yeah, I don't know how to watch movies that way. Uh, I, you really I'm, should, Cole. I'm telling you, I've been. I'm a huge fan of trailers. I, I love know. trailers. I know, and I nag you about this off uh, outside oh, of the constantly. show all the time. I'm in like, the bathroom, you and you're like knocking on my door. <laughs> no trailers. Well, you leave your door open, yeah. but oh. <laughs> gotta get the breeze going. No, but going. like, you, I, I really think like um, it would help you a lot. It would help you enjoy movies more if you just stayed away from that oh no actually like I, ra- like make your own opinion is what imagine I'm me seeing a movie without any trailers just imagine you'd have a great time no yeah, because think of the time between where they announced the movie and seeing the movie i don't have anything to scratch that itch because i don't think you understand <laughs> no, how much i watch good. that trailer watch no no it, watch it i clean. watch trailers daily just to make me feel better this is what no this is why you have a problem enjoying the movies man i imagine him at home in a corner knowing that the movie's gonna come out he's just like rocking back i need my trailer <laughs> feed me Seymour, feed me no you should have saw me when they announced at d23 that they were not gonna have a new star wars trailer good I was like oh. not enough no i need my good. trailer no we don't <laughs> You're already excited for it. You don't need another trailer. To be clear, that just means they're not going to do it D23. That they might do it someplace else, like the place <laughs> next week. Yeah. No, it could be at Comic Con International. You never know. But I just I doubt it. I. The th- t- oh man! Once again, we're off topic. Trailers. Yeah. Trailers are an art form that I love and respect and so much. But we will go back to Homecoming. 
So you really enjoyed it. You didn't watch anything, and nope. you had no. So I had stopping. I had like the purest experience I could make for myself, and I just watched it and I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. And then Ken. I said crap instead of shit. Like what the fuck's going on here? Okay, go ahead. Uh, you feel better now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We hit yeah. the fuck meter. Yeah. Uh, Ken, want to go first? I I'm on I'm with Justin. I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, but I wish I had not seen a couple trailers. I wish because some mm. of them gave away too much. Yeah. There's a scene that would have been like there's there's a scene. I guess I, we've already said spoilers, but so during the elevator. Yeah, don't scene, worry about spoilers. Yeah. Just go dur- nuts. During the elevator scene, I'm like I'm tense. I mean, like obviously he's a hero. He's gonna win. Something's gonna he's gonna save the day. But he like I am tense. I'm like okay, save them. How's he gonna do this? Like. And he's like barely able to get through the glass. I'm like, okay, how's this gonna happen? And so that entire scene, I was, I was, I was engaged. I was tied in the the, the screen. I'm like, all right, let's just go, let's go. And then it gets to the ferry, and I'm like, well, I know that it's gonna be split in half, and that Tony's gonna show up and help him save it. And there's gonna be a moment. And that's the thing too, is that they redid the scene of him like tied up in the cross, and oh, like, like, and they like, one, we've already had this moment before oh, where he yeah, did something, that's right, and yeah. then from the trailer I know that Tony's just going to show up with little rocket jets to push it back together. Yeah. And that showed too much and I I hate like I want I I they need to work on their trailer cuts. Like I I like the idea of having a few little teases like the teasers but don't show me anything that's going to give me like too much. Like that's what's great about the Star Wars the last the first teasers they do. Mm-hmm. They're so just like here's just a breath of what the movie could that's be. That's Disney. Yeah. So that's actually Good that you brought that up because I didn't know that there was a trailer showing the little rocket jets saving the. Bu- like, that was a moment where I was like, oh, is, is Iron Man going to. I was actually a little tense during that, and I'm like, oh, okay, he does show up. I and was like, the exact I same was, way. I enjoyed it that much more. I was like, I never saw that. I never yeah. saw that trailer. I never saw what Ken saw, and I only mm-hmm. saw like one small trailer, and you're right. I agree with you, Justin, where it's like, just see as little as possible because then I was freaking out during that point. Like, the water's yeah. coming up and the people are being thrown about. Wh- what trailer did you guys see? Did you actually miss it in your little trailer? No, no, binge? no, 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 no. <laughs> Because the thing is, the trailer that Ken is talking about was the trailer that was instantly criticized on the internet, and I was one of those people because they didn't make a trailer. They showed the whole movie. And in concept. It was no, yeah, no, he, it, he means in concept. He doesn't oh, mean they okay. showed the whole oh. movie. He just I means, was like, wow, was, like, why did I even if, pay for the movie? If, like, we will show you the trailer afterwards, but it was literally point for point everything was shown and i remember to do with going tony. yeah and i was like this is the biggest horse shit ever and it was it felt like sony like that was sony's job and it was like you had one job sony <laughs> one job and you I, fucked it up i feel like sony's like the annoying little brother to marvel it's yes. like marvel's like yeah we're going to do this with spider-man and then sony's kind of but we're our guys are going to be in the oh mcu also shut up no they're not get out of here sony <laughs> sony is so unbelievably angry uh, annoying and the thing is i want to <laughs> give the studio so much credit because it, Which one? Sony. Like, I want <laughs> to give them credit because this was the first time two major studios have joined forces. Now, bear in mind, they were also told by their main CEO person to shut up and play nice. But Sony America. Sony Is it Sony America, Sony USA? I have no idea. Well, Let's anyway, say yes the, for now. the American affiliate of Sony has put their name on every... If they could put Sony on the fucking Spider-Man costume... They would. I, they that's why they. Did. That's I why bet they did. No better. Better point. That's why the PlayStation Three has the, the Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, font on it. I totally forgot about 3. that. Oh, you mean three? Oh, yeah, I three. played that game. No, 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 no not that, the game. The system. The system itself has oh. the Spider-Man font on the system for PlayStation. <laughs> they use the Spider-Man font from Spider-Man, the horseshit Spider-Man yeah. movies. That is 
that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I have a PlayStation in my room. Now I'm going to get angry every time I look at it. <laughs> yeah, if you have a PS3, the original, like the launch PS3s have the font right across the top, and it's just the Spider-Man font from the first <sighs> okay. movies. Well, back to Homecoming. Well, uh, Ebony, what did you think of it? Your Marvel's collaboration is a reason that this film had the heart and the blood pumping through it that made us all fall in love mm-hmm. with it. And I started with the expectations actually a little higher because the one trailer I saw, and I'm like, and because of him in Civil War, I was like, mm-hmm. I think this is be great. Holland's awesome. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> and then I watched it, and he just whipped bounds over my expectations. And by the end of it, I was like, this is the best film I've seen in a really long time. I haven't felt like this in a really long time, and I was just, I was floored. Yeah. So yeah, in general, like, there was a lot um, they did right here. So what would, in your in your guys' opinion, like, what did this film get right? Go ahead. Go, your favorite thing about go go nuts. Go. Actually, Ebony asked me this when we were leaving the theater. He's like, "Okay." She's like, "What's your favorite part?" And I sat there and I'm like, "I can't pick out one thing. Like the whole movie from start to finish is is great, and it's like there's some stuff that I, that we can get into later on. But mm-hmm. but overall, like the movie as a whole is is phenomenal, and it's just like I really I love it. And like I can't be like, "Oh, this is my favorite part. Oh, this is my favorite part." Mm-hmm. But overall, I'm on board. Yeah. I have a personal favorite part, but then I think, like you guys said, there's so much. When you start off with that video, that video diary at the beginning, you already knew you were in that for something special. That was a great special. touch, yeah. That's um, so, Cole, we were talking about this a little, was it last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was last night. So, and I liked the way you worded this because you, you said you thought it was a good movie. Yeah, but so I, it's, yeah, it's yeah. one of those... I want to get the good things out, just so everyone knows I'm not hating <laughs> on this movie. <laughs> it's okay, you're casual. No one expects you to have it. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, there it is. It comes. Yeah, no, it's. And I'm. I, I wasn't ready for this talk so soon, but. Um, <laughs> Wait, Ken, just. <laughs> the, uh, it's like a street fight. You got to be ready to go. Like, holds against like the threw wall. both of you into this at the last second. <laughs> yeah, no, it it was. Um, There's someone I work with who wasn't at work <laughs> on Friday. And I was so grateful that he wasn't there because I'm, I knew the minute I would have walked into the office, he would have been like, so what did you not like about it, you son of a bitch? Like, I know that would have been his first, maybe not with that language. Yeah, I was saying, he wouldn't curse at you. But I it would him. feel <laughs> like I was instantly put on the spotlight in my boxers and like all those dreams right. that we've all had. Like, I knew it would happen. And I do. It was, I do often dream of Colin's boxers, so he has. He has a point here. But yeah, so that's the only way I imagine him. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, my boxers right now. Yeah, it, it is hot out. Anyway. Yeah. No, but um, let's just get the good things out first. Tom Holland is an amazing, amazing high school Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, spectacular, he, even. <laughs> yeah. Hey yo. Um, I'm not gonna go spectacular. I'll go amazing. Um. Well, that's he, Garfield. That's astonishing, Cole. <laughs> There we go. Oh, okay. That was I'll give that you astonishing. Yeah. Um, but not he, s- but not quite superior. No, no. <laughs> I hate. Superior. Um, but Ultimate. and I love the intro, the opening with the video and and like seeing uh, Civil War through his eyes. Yeah. And the f- the the ra- like oh I gotta go and then the random flying of um, War Machine. Mm-hmm. I was in tears. I was laughing so hard, but to lead this in, and. I understand I'm being going to be dragged to the coals for this. This this Spider-Man made me feel really old because I didn't connect at all with this Spider-Man. 
Um, that's because you're dead inside. That has <laughs> even, that's not the film's fault. I, you're dead, like, and it's your fault that you're old. I did feel dead inside when I left the theater. I was oh. in like I, Ken with, with a vicious hook to the body. Jeez, my Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man's my favorite Marvel hero, and it's it's very every it's pretty well known that we'll, um, Spider-Man's one of my favorites uh, of all time with superheroes, followed by Captain America. Uh, not followed, fo- yeah, followed by Captain America, and then Wolverine, um, like from the '90s. And it's just watching this and seeing a teenager dealing with stuff that I didn't connect to, a kid who seemed to be growing up in a single parent. Now I know it's his Aunt May, and we don't we didn't get the backstory of Uncle Ben, which I really appreciated because that was getting old. And since apparently they can't say with great power comes great responsibility, just showing Uncle Ben is just really, really annoying at this point. But it seems like. Tom uh, Peter Parker was raised by a single mom, having to put was one of the smart kids that people wanted. He was like he wasn't just smart; he was the smartest kid, and all of the people at his school that were in his group wanted him around and were annoyed when he wasn't showing up. And I just didn't connect at all, and that was rough. And that's I think that's what I had a hard time while watching this film was acknowledging, like, this is a good Spider-Man. I'm so happy this generation has a hero they can connect to because it just opens the doors to more kids. Like, if I was 15 now, this would be my perfect hero. Yeah, this was actually an issue I I thought, I, I didn't think about when I started watching the movie. It was just like, oh, it's possible that, like, the generational gap is too... Everyone in this room is in their 30s. Yeah. So the general, like, the generational gap could be big enough to where it's like we don't identify with the kid in the movie yeah so was, I, I was like you know what I, I, that kind of makes sense yeah like i um the, the nerdy part where he didn't know how to talk to a, uh, a girl and he wants to just show up as spider-man and be like hey look how cool i am i still haven't leave. figured that out it's cool yeah well, that's what but no but it's like <laughs> that part like i was like okay that felt like spider-man and like he knows what he can do but he won't because of this but it was oh and another thing um i just didn't connect with he wasn't in my opinion and what it seemed like and I know there's an article going through Facebook that was from a blog site whatever but that shares the same opinion but it seemed like Spider-Man written by you no, no <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember this. there's it was only that, one uh, negative article you say what dot com yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway go. Um, cool. but it was Spider-Man was doing all of this to be an Avenger he wanted Tony Stark he wanted to he wanted Tony Stark to think well of him and he was doing all of the he was doing all his good deeds whether they were amazing or not because that bike scene i was crying because that was a perfect (laughs) spider-man moment but all of those was to be on the avengers and i'm like no you're no and i hated and this is this this is the one that's going to start a huge fight so i apologize in advance. Just, no, just go ahead and say it. Cole. I hate Iron Spider and I hated Karen. Oh, I don't mm. care. Like I don't care one way or another about Iron hated Spider. Ken? I don't know. Ken? Ken, what do you have to say? Been awfully quiet over there. I'm I, know, and I appreciate <laughs> letting me like <laughs> get that this. through. Uh, so you didn't like well, one, he didn't have the Iron Spider suit. It felt like spoilers, it. It's, he sort you of see it at you kinda did, see it at the yeah. end. There's a there's a hint towards it. Um but uh, as we as we talked about it, um Ebony and I and some other, and another friend we actually we were kind of troubled by the the large amount of what Spider-Man is in this movie as far as like the the suit we know the familiar one is all from Tony mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like oh like okay so 
all the like the webbing that's all from Tony the suits from Tony and like later on he does get get his old suit back and he uses that and he shows that he doesn't need the suit but for so much of it and he needs his friends help to kind of to run a diagnostic on it and do all this stuff I'm like no Peter's that smart but Ebony and I were talking I'm like yeah. oh you know what she had a point she's like well wait how smart was uh, Peter in high school I'm like oh he's he's really smart but at this point in my mind I'm you know this is 2017 and I've had intelligent adult Peter Parker for so long mm, my mind yeah. thinks of him as An you adult. know he's worked with you know he's worked with Reed Richards he's worked with Tony Stark he his yeah he's, he's a rookie hero he, but yeah, no, at but point, at yeah. this uh, no in the movie at this point yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a rookie. But in yeah. in my head for the lo- the time period that I've spent with Peter Parker, he's now like he's top ten sm- most intel- super intelligent people. Yeah. Yep. But then I like she brought it up like no he's really smart. But as a kid he's just very very smart. Like you know if if you on a sliding scale because he didn't seem as tech savvy and mm-hmm. like I mean he's fourteen years old right? Is he, was, age he, he was 14, 14, 15, because he, like he, he corrects yeah. Tony. He's like. 15 minutes. Well, and oh, Ned, yeah. <laughs> Ned even corrects him while they're, you know, spoilers, look yeah. at the Chitari uh, piece, and, and yeah. he starts Ugh. to give technical jargon, and, like, mm. Peter's, like, lost. And I'm like, wait, what? I yeah. thought he was smart enough to really yeah. get this stuff. Well, I mean, but apparently yeah, that, that's one thing I liked. He was a rookie hero. Go ahead. Kim. He's not smart enough not to hit a Chitari thing with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. You are in shop class hitting this glowing object with a hammer. And I'm like, you've got to be smarter than that. Well, to like, be fair, he's still he is smart, but he's still a teenager. So he's gonna be you're gonna do some dumb shit. Like I did plenty of dumb shit when I was a teenager. So I never I, hit- I, I let him that's why I believed he was a teenager <laughs> in high school. I'm like, oh yeah, this kid's really convincing as a high school student. This kid. Yeah. The part that felt like it was a a beautiful straight from the comics high school scene was when his they were in gym class and his best friend goes, Peter knows Spider Man. No. <laughs> and then yes. Peter's yeah. face. Like, uh, uh, it just like didn't know what to do. I was like, like that dude, felt, be cool. Ned, yeah. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> that felt like Spider Man. Yeah, that that made me laugh. But oh. it was moments, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off, but I wanted to get back to what you said about <laughs> Karen. What? Um, the so his his AI in the suit when he finally mm-hmm. unlocks it is Karen. Mm-hmm. He names it Karen, but like I didn't like it because again, that's too much tech for Spider Man to have. Exactly. But as a storytelling device, he needs someone to have exposition with. He needs someone to talk to, and so. In it, like you can't do voiceover in in movies to a degree. Like it's it still feels weird for a lot of for unless it's like kind of a noir film or like a detective story. It's harder to have it a a voiceover uh, dialogue of just like as I walked up to the thing. Like they and they uh, have that in comics. Well, so no, if they set up the movie that way, you can have it. But right. anyway, go well, ahead. I, but they I didn't agree. Say, like they, voiceovers yeah. done too much, especially right. with Spider Man. What they could have done, which is something that I did, I've done, and I still kind of do, is you talk to yourself. He's trapped in a container. He can be like trying to pick up Liz the entire time and be talking to himself and have that same scene but without Karen. Yeah. Okay. This is one of those things from comics that's hard to have. Like you can't have their inner dialogue. Right. Yeah. So that you have to find a way to do that. So I guess Karen was kind of their way out. So that when he saves her in the elevator, inner dialogue, aka Karen says, Kiss her. And you're just like, and like for a quick minute, you're like, wait, what? That like it, but it plays perfectly in that moment because yeah. only he can hear it, and it goes as that inner dialogue. But I'm like, I'm, and that's what at that point I'm like, I'm okay with Karen kind of in the suit now because it's just their exposition tool. Mm-hmm. It's their it's their inner dialogue. It's how they get across that idea. That's why Tony talking to Jarvis so much has worked. Mm-hmm. Is right. it's, it's another tool, and it, we didn't we didn't stop for a moment when it was Jarvis because like oh. 
that's that makes sense because it's tech. Even though he's never really you know had that in his suit to a degree, at least you know early early times. Later on, it's it's come up more. It, but like he didn't have it back in like you know Mark One, Mark Two. Well, like, exactly. And it's one of those things where, as long as Marvel and Sony <laughs> don't take it back, as long as Karen stays around, it's one of those things I'll just put up with because. Like the phrase that like I've been saying is it's just not my Spider Man. I love the character, I love everything about it. It's just not my Spider Man. And if this Spider Man has Karen, cool. Just How can you not love Jennifer yeah. Conley Siri, okay? I mean like it's just her voice is amazing. That's who it was? I didn't yeah. even look it yeah. up. Yeah. Oh was, shit. Okay. And she's yeah. beautiful and she, so like yeah. I'm imagining this beautiful She dumped the home oh for uh, yeah. Spider Man. Right. <laughs> oh, they got her back in the MCU. Yeah, nice. <laughs> the one thing I would say too though is that like I at that time I wish the other alternative is if they would have had Ned set up at at a, you know the guy at the desk. You you want him there at the computers, the guy in the chair. And they had kind of hinted towards it, and we do get that moment later on. But that's how you have him like when he's stuck inside the bunker. He's running off ideas with Ned, like oh you know I'm stuck here. And there I think the only reason they didn't do that. I mean sure you then he because he can still tell Ned like I'm locked in this thing. I need help getting out. And he's talking to him on his way to the thing. But they need the whole bomb thing and they. they it's just one of those things that you can't do because the story wouldn't let you get there yet. And then later on, we get there, and he's the guy at the chair. I loved that moment because they they'd set it up earlier, and he's just like, "That's all he wanted." Oh, the chair. Yeah, moment. and then when the teacher finds him, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no. "What are you doing in here?" Uh, Watching porn. porn? <laughs> no, the moment I really liked was the um, the moment where Peter Parker was like, "It's a bomb," in the bunker, and because that's when he really tried, and he got out, and he was able to... 100, what was 152 yeah. tries? 252 tries? Yeah, he didn't care, and he just... He's like, how long has it, it been, Karen? 37 minutes. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. That's such a teenage thing. Yeah. It's so perfect. Um, Quick question. What's so, up? I had read that before, Tony Stark had more of a presence in the film. Oh, God. Did you feel like there how. was too much? Or, I know, and I feel like it was a little too much still. Like, I think he could have had a little less, or how do you feel about um, that? You know, I, I was kind of fine with it, because... The the way they set it up is like, and, and this kind of goes to you like him trying to join a team. But like like you said, he's in a he, single raised by a single mom. He doesn't have a male like father figure, and like Tony's the closest thing mm. he has okay. to that. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with him being there. Like I would have wanted just Spider Man, so, but like it it makes sense to me. But that beginning with Tony in the car and he's quipping. He just found out who killed his parents. We he literally just found out on the flight before he left, and he's quipping with P- to- like Peter Parker already. It's because Iron Man's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I forgot. About I don't that. think anyone's that <laughs> badass, especially since he almost killed Bucky and he tried killing Cap. No, but That's, he's, he's very snapped. he's very good at hiding his emotions, though. He That's is. what I would That's say. That's true. Like, he's a he put he, yeah he's puts a on a front. Man. He's an international businessman. That that there's a difference makes between sense. putting on a front and pushing people away. And Tony, in that moment, would push people away. Don't you agree, Ken? It, well, here's a question though: Do we know it's j- just happened? Like, we don't have like time. this. This movie has a little bit of a questionable time frame. Like, the they've shifted the time frame because they said like eight years ago was when the uh, Avengers happened. Right. And right. it's like so they they've had a little bit of questionable timeline here. So it's like, did he did he you know get did he get a suit back on and then like the next like two hours later he's driving Peter home? No, like it's probably a day or two later and Peter's been stuck with Happy over in Germany wait, hanging out for like a day or two. So we don't know necessarily that it's. I mean. I get the point of reference of like you know that just happened in his life, but if he's had a day or two to to remove himself for, from it, and he's getting him home, 
it's a little more understandable. It's but it's that questionable time frame. So I understand mm-hmm. your point, but due to the possible time d- dilation, right, it, it might I, that might not hold up. And I, I was gonna say too when you were mentioning like you know him his main desire being wanting to join the Avengers, kind of no. His main desire is to find acceptance from this mm-hmm. surrogate father figure. Yeah. That's it's, not Spider-Man. That's, 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 well, it's that's this spider That's why you're saying it's not your yeah, Spider-Man. I, I know. See, I mean, that's connected to what your personal connection uh, to it is. It's, that's, that's, so it's not your Spider-Man, yeah, it, which is, that's still fine. Yeah. It, you actually made a good point there. And, and like, I think, it, by the way, I got to say this, Cole, I think old you would have just hated the movie, but I like <laughs> this newer version of you that's like, okay, I can acknowledge this was well done, this is just not for me. Yeah, well, po- post yeah. crisis Cole is a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, do we have it? Post crisis Cole. Oh yeah. yeah. Ever, ever since oh. Flashpoint, he's gotten a lot yeah. better. <laughs> run, Barry, run! <laughs> oh, I like that. Good I work. Just, I just have a new uh, understanding. Post crisis Cole. Post- <laughs> oh God, that's the thing. I got nothing after that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to bring it to something Ken said after we left the movie. Something I really missed. He missed. He brought it up. Uh, Spidey sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do we feel about that? Because it's yeah, not explicitly it like it's like it's not definitively said like he has this or the, there's usually a visual cue, something to show that he has this power. But it seems they've forgotten that in not forgotten it. They just kind of not not. I didn't say forgotten it. it forgone. Yeah. Oh, like, forgotten. Yeah. yeah. So they, they just kind of like. He may have it, or maybe it's not developed, or is it just like his reflexes are just that fast? They didn't really sp- explicitly say what it is. And what's funny is too is it's almost more it's more apparent in a Civil War. Like there's times where he full on dodges something that's coming from behind that he would have no like way to like know that it's there. So in this movie, I think they just maybe be toning it down because they're like you know what for the story we're telling, it's it just isn't there. We need him a little more susceptible to to in a fight. Well, that's why I, I, something I really appreciated in The Amazing was just that noise, a shing, and you knew, oh, Spidey Sense. Yeah. Regardless of what was happening, they didn't have to slow down time. They, they, he could still get punched, but just shing, Spidey Sense went off. Yeah. And it's something that I really appreciate. And so in this movie, it looks like he lucks out the entire time, except for when Karen goes behind you. And you're just like, why did Karen have to say behind you? I was why? frustrated with that. I was like, let the kid grow. What oh, are we going to do? Maybe the new generation, the computer tells you everything, tells yeah. you what to do all the time. That kind of killed me. Yeah, maybe that's their justification for it. It's like, well, he's got Karen. What does he need Spider-Sense for? That would so- that that's, sounds yeah. like Sony took over. Yeah. That yeah. sounds <laughs> like a Sony <laughs> thing. That's something I didn't like. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I, I mean, that's really the only way I would think that they could explain that. Or maybe... He's maturing, so maybe more powers will manifest. That's true. That's possible. They don't know. Like they didn't just, or they just might not address it at all. Like, like yeah, he's just got good reflexes. Because at this point, he's had his powers for six months or a year. Oh, I mean, because he says Civil War. Civil War. War, He at that point it was six months. So was it? Yeah, it's it's been a while since I sat down and watched Civil War. He he says six months. I watched it like right, like the day before I saw Spider Man, and like yeah, he says six months there. So it's like easily. He's got his powers for a year, even though in the yeah. comics and everything that we've known, he he usually figures them out pretty quickly. But yeah, like it, I mean, well, it's the first issue. He just like he he's walking home, oh. almost gets hit by a car, mm-hmm. and he leaps out of the way. Like how that's did, how did oh. you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you know that's one thing I didn't think about. Like was uh, in all the other movies, it's like at least I can't remember the amazing movies, but like 
There's no J- Jonah Jameson yet, so there's like no underlying like Spidey's a villain, he's a menace. He's there a was, menace. There was none of that, which yeah. was very different and kind of refreshing. I'm like, oh, he's just with the Avengers or associated with the Avengers. Yeah, right away. Neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, no, and I, that sequence with him going around the neighborhood, that, I, I loved that. Yes. <laughs> no, I love. I really like that. Spider-Man, no matter what he does, will always be a villain on the streets, even though the people know he's a good guy. And mm-hmm. uh, and, no, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you, you almost crossed that line. I didn't. You were so close, <laughs> No, no, Ken. Ken, no, Cole, go ahead and finish. Then we'll let Ken loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was the... Um, oh, God, I don't even remember my main point. Ken, you almost crossed that line. You, you, t- you, t- you took me out of the moment. No, but J. Joma Jameson is a character that I cannot wait to see who they cast. I almost want them to bring back the original actor from the spy. I actually yeah. did like him as even though I know he's Barbara, he's um he's Commissioner Gordon now, but as I would love to see it. As I said previously, most of the ama- most of the first three Spider-Man movies are just hot garbage. <laughs> J.K. Simmons is not one of those bad pieces. He was he perfect. is perfect. the The only problem is that he's because of Raimi's style, he's over the top, which is great for those films and Raimi's style. But and J.K. Simmons is perfect for that. But like to be a because MCU is a little more grounded. Yeah. Because I mean it's a little. More, I mean it's not like weird angles and buzz saws and like there's. Yeah. Raimi has a style all his own, which is fine. But it and that's also a, th- a thing we will never likely see in the Marvel MCU. It's because Marvel, for as much as they want to be creative and push new boundaries, they want a certain cookie cutter design. That's why Edgar Wright had to leave Ant Man. He's mm-hmm. just like you know what. I have my vision of it, and you have your vision of it, and they are just too far off these two paths. And yeah. And Ant Man, Ant Man walks that line of like just enough of fun on this side, and just enough of a standard Marvel kind of here's your outline, hit these points, and you're good. Mm-hmm. And Ant Man's great. I'm, I I love yeah. Ant Man, but like I would have loved to see an Edgar Wright Ant Man, but it would have never like Marvel. No, we're not. We're not going. We're not straying from our path. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. I think for what they're doing with this MCU, they need to do that. I, I would have loved to have seen Edgar Wright, uh, Edgar Wright's version of Ant-Man also, but I, for what they're pulling off and like with all these movies kind of fitting into one universe, they have to do stuff like that. And well, it's not the popular answer, but it's like, I mean, think about um, like pro wrestling. Vince McMahon's decisions are not popular like all the way around, but like he does everything just to keep everything in line and look now they're the biggest wrestling promotion right. in the world. So it's kind of wait that sort of thing. So you like, just you just you just countered your own point though. What what do you mean? Cuz you're saying were you saying that they need no, to no, I, go I say, with Edgar Wright? No, 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 I'm saying Marvel has to like cut stuff off like that. Gotcha. Okay. I'm so sorry. they have to like okay, this is great, but it's not going to fit with us. Right. So well, we, you have to cut them off. And to a degree that's what Marvel, I mean, Marvel in comics has a quote-unquote house style. Like, art has to kind of conform to a certain degree so readers can visually digest it easily. Like, you have some artists, who, like uh, Chris Bocello, who I love, and his his stuff on um, Doctor Strange Demon right art. now. No. <laughs> his stuff on, <laughs> on Doctor Strange right now is great because, you know, Doctor Strange can be this kind of psychedelic trip and, you know, walls can suddenly become tentacles and attack you. But, like, that doesn't work in kind of a straightforward just Avenger story. But, I mean, Marvel has, and DC to a degree, too, has what's called a house style. And we're getting that house style in their movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're kind well, of like keep it keep it right around here. You can venture to these, but don't go into the red. Just stay in yeah. the green and yellow areas. Well, the way they designed the vulture, like oh that was God. very, it, yes. it was very practical. Yes. It was like, like I mean, practical in the sense that I've seen 
pieces. I, I want to say it was Mythbusters where they had like a prototype jetpack and it looked a lot like that thing. So they were trying to like again. You said they were more grounded. So I think yeah. like that's no, yeah. what it was going changed for. Changed the entire Vulture story. Yeah. and it was one of those. I was okay with what I saw. He was actually a vulture. It was. Do you think about it? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, a, yeah. yeah, like the the creature itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, go ahead. Michael yeah. Keaton is such an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. I think he could take the biggest pile of shit um, role and character and make him lovable. And when I say lovable, I mean like you root for the guy. Because I found myself like, I hope he doesn't die. Because I would love to see this character continue. Yeah. In the rest of the MCU, keep Keaton in the MCU. I'm yes, all for please. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that actor. Yeah, this. So after like after watching this, I'm like, and like I have I have like my memory of what the the Vulture's origin story was. And I'm it's like, an old dude, right? It's it, well, it's an old dude power. who's who's an inventor, and he gets screwed over by his uh, his partner, his business partner, because his business partner was like taking all his patents and patenting. I'm like, hey, here's your part of the money, and I'm taking mine. And then he finds out later on his partner was pocketing this and then he's going to declare bankruptcy all kinds of things like he he gets screwed over and then he decides to attack that partner with his suit that he made this this um creation and origin for vulture is so beautifully perfect mm-hmm. like it's 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 perfect in in like thematically it's perfect in design mm-hmm. it's like it like there's a the so if you want a kind of a a, a quick version of the vulture origin watch the, the spectacular spider-man episode he works for Norman Osborn, which is a little bit different, but yeah. still, sa- same thing. Norman Osborn gets some of his patents, takes them, steals them, makes them as their own, and then Vulture's like pissed off at him, so he comes after him in his green and white Vulture suit. And you're like, that's kind of hokey, and that doesn't work for you know modern day MCU. Yeah. <clears throat> but the idea that it's a bomber jacket, so he's got like this plumage thing going on here, yeah. and he's got the flight mask on the front of the helmet. And then, like his his hands are um, inside the wings to control the flight, so he has to use his feet to carry things. It and, was perfect. And this he's picking the bones off of all these wreckages. Yeah. And like <laughs> this is just like I am by the end of the movie, I am floored. Like this is this vulture is just it. He he redefines the character. That's that's I, I yeah. And I I always wrote him off as like a C list villain too yeah. in the comics. Yeah. So well, I mean, I had a friend who was like, oh yeah, vulture's like a D lister. I'm like. I'm like, no, I mean, he's part of the Sinister Six. Like, he's he's not A-list. He's not Venom. He's not Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's certainly, like, he, but, and he's he's been around. He's the second, he's the second longest running supervillain for Spider-Man. The first being Chameleon. Because issue number one, it was uh, Chameleon impersonated him. And issue number two, it's a vulture. Oh, re- I was like, which one's Chameleon? And I'm like, he one. can. Reptile? Oh, I'm sorry. Mortal, Mortal Kombat? Kombat? Yeah. <laughs> I li- Finish I him. <laughs> I thought the lizard was the first villain Spider-Man faced. No, uh, it was uh, Chameleon who impersonated Spider-Man, and then the Fantastic Four captured him, thinking, oh, we caught this criminal. It's like, no, it's Chameleon. who, Because imp- remember, the first issue yeah, of Spider-Man like, number one is him inside that pod and the Fantastic Four flying around him. Yeah, well, I was trying to remember, like, what does Chameleon look like again? Like, just uh, a white face. Yeah. Just a just, white yeah. no face. Oh, yeah. he looks like Snape. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he has like no nose. He's just got these two little slits. Oh, you mean right? that Snape? Yeah, Voldemort. Voldemort. Oh, yeah, well, sorry, you're, Voldemort. You're not the yeah, I'm not a. Yeah, Potter, no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you muggle. <laughs> Your fiance's uh, here. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right she, in front of her. That, that's what she's here for. Like she, she, <laughs> she, her strengths are my weaknesses. So you know, if we go to a geek trivia night, she's just like, oh, you want to drop some Harry Potter knowledge on him? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Vice versa. This was my JPG okay. movement, by the way, for all those in the studio. Those at home don't know it, but <laughs> 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 he moves his hands to the air. JPG, JPG. Shit, he actually JPG. does do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, he really does. 
Anyway. Um, <laughs> one more thing about Vulture. I never thought that Vulture would creep me out. I saw him on the cartoons, you know, saw him on the con- Like, never, ever thought that would creep me out. Yeah, you wrote him off. Exactly. Wrote him off. And then at, he, he goes that first, um, trying to stop him after that first uh, heist on the road. Mm-hmm. And his green eyes and just oh, the really? movements freaked me out. And I wasn't expecting to be scared mm-hmm. of the Vulture. Yeah. The, the best Vulture moment, I think, is the dad speech <laughs> in the back yeah. of the car. Oh, by the way, <laughs> that, that twist. Was- Oh. That oh I don't know about you guys that caught me off guard I didn't yeah. see that coming no, at all I didn't either when they open he opened the door I'm like oh shit. oh he's the dad shit, shit. yeah <gasps> well what but, I well, go ahead I was saying one thing that, that caught me off guard was because in because as I was scrolling through Facebook one time I of course hit the hit an article where Zendaya, Zendaya says her name's full name is Michelle Toombs and I'm like yeah. oh yeah oh she's okay that's how they're gonna tie that in there and I oh. and but that but that's even better because it it, it totally sold me on the fact that oh wait no he's liz's dad and that fits perfectly and and michelle is just over here for another story to be told later yeah so okay so i don't know who zendaya is <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know who she is um, either wait dude. what yeah so when yeah this was, the room is undercover now. we yeah. love her so when um i saw that zendaya's um something tombs and i saw the film i was like oh the love interest Oh, so Zendaya's Liz. Okay, cool. That's oh. two. Oh, you thought that was Liz. So, <laughs> so when the door happens, I was like, I saw that coming. I wasn't surprised. Oh. And then when MJ, and everyone's like, oh, Zendaya's MJ. I was like, oh, that's Wait, Zendaya. <laughs> who, who's Zendaya? I was so, <laughs> I've never seen oh anything about oh, her until wait, this movie. Wait, what, what's been, a Zendaya? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused because I, I, I thought I knew, and then. When everyone was like so happy Zendaya was a good guy, I was like, wait, what? See, Cole, stop reading shit. You got a yeah. huge spoiler. Yeah. How ro- dare I do my job? No, that's not part of your job to get spoiled on like a movie. Like, that sucks. No, look, you got a moment robbed from you. You don't I, want to I do that? I feel genuinely sorry for you. You don't want to do that? Among Ken, things. you don't want to do that. JBG refuses to do that. Yeah. I we will wanna- take that burden with ease. It's not a burden. It's just a terrible mistake, Cole. And, and, and no one's <laughs> making you do it. No one's yeah. like, Cole, I like go watch I don't these trailers. Want, Cole's like, I don't want to enjoy movies ever. I like <laughs> knowing when things happen. Like, there's certain things where I'm like, I won't watch this, but it's like um, Star Wars. Like, I don't want to know. I want to see trailers so I can make my... Because uh, I... Oh, oh, God. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Whenever I watch a movie for the first time, I try solving it while watching the movie. I don't just that sit sucks. and enjoy it. I would never take you to a magic show. Oh, Because you'd be trying to figure it out and be like, just the enjoy entire it. Time. Just believe magic's real for one goddamn I, night. I cool. have to solve the mystery. <laughs> um, when we're watching... Uh, it would make sense if it was a Scooby-Doo movie. That was good. And... Well, or if like, it was a mystery movie, yeah. We, uh, for for Ready Set Geek, we recently watched Sherlock Holmes because Alex mm-hmm. won stuff, and we had to uh, watch the Netflix Sherlock Holmes. Every episode, well, I was I, trying to sh- solve it. What? No, I'm pretty sure you mean the BBC Sherlock show. Yes, yeah, it's called Sherlock. It's on Netflix. Okay, but you said the Netflix Sherlock show. There's no Netflix Sherlock show. It's BBC. I watch it on Netflix. So no, I, but okay. I, I just want but in case right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah just yes, the BBC <laughs> Sherlock. With um, Khan, yes. So <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. You could have said Doctor Strange. Khan. We are nerds. Doctor Strange. Khan! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my favorite. If moment. you were gonna say Khan, you have to do it that way. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You know, with yeah. Khan. <laughs> but um, the, uh, yeah, sorry for the, the audio levels for everyone at home. I'm I didn't want to do it. I was told I'm a guest on your show. I'm yeah. just abiding by guest rules. No, nah, you're good, bro. But anyway. um, 
I was solving. I was trying to solve the mystery, and Jason was getting. Uh, JPG was getting so annoyed with um, me constantly trying to solve it. He's like, "How are you picking things up?" But um, that's also why I try not to um, sit next to too many people. Or you'll if we see a movie for the first time together, I'm talking to myself, or uh, I'm, I'm crossing I'm my <laughs> arms and making a weird face of, "Huh." It's because I'm trying to solve <laughs> things, and I, I know it's knowing, so I keep it to myself. But I Unless love it's Jupiter ascending and you're just watching me being furious the whole time. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we will talk about this movie for the last time. <laughs> was that and better? That's no, that's good. No, that <laughs> was a terrible, terrible I movie. I have no pop, no red. We're good. <laughs> but oh man, uh, can we talk about the shocker? Do we have time to talk about the shocker? Yeah, yeah. we got time. Oh, yeah, there's God. no time limit like your show. <laughs> oh, when he died. I was laughing so hard in the theater. That's <laughs> another villain I kind of wrote off. I'm like, he's got to see that. I thought that was the gravity gun. No, that's over there. Ah, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess you're the new shocker. Are you kidding? I was laughing. <laughs> you know the best part about that, though? What? That's one of the enforcers. What do you mean? Okay, so Cole should know this, but actually after listening to his Geek KO episode, maybe not. The <laughs> Damn! En- the, the enforcers are three of Spider-Man's older like older villains, not super villains. Oh, is that like Wrecking Ball? It's Ox. Wreck- You're thinking of um, the Wreck... The, oh, dang it. Now I want to say Damage Control, but that's the, that's, that's the Ultimate Universe. Anyway. Wrecking uh, right? The Wrecking Crew. Um, no, um, they are Ox, Fancy Dan, and Montana. Oh, wait. Those a guy with a whip, familiar. a guy yeah. with some guns, and a big... Ox, like, big dude. Uh-huh. Um, so in the Spectacular Spider-Man series, um, it's, it had happened that Montana ended up becoming the Shocker. Oh. And that's actually the same character in this one who was the first Shocker. And then the, the second sh- Shocker is Herman, the one who's normal 616 universe Shocker. So technically they both were Shocker, and they were both characters who played the Shocker, but, I'm sorry, who had that, that moniker, but they were different characters, but they are both kind of previously canonical. There are no, levels to the references in this There's movie. Like you, yeah, you clearly enjoyed that way more than I did. Well, well both did, of you did. <laughs> also, like another thing from Spectacular Spider-Man, this is not the first time Liz Allen ha- wasn't just a blonde white girl. Like in the Spectacular mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Liz was a Latina girl, and in this, she's mixed. And like, I love that. I mean, we we. And by the way, we need to talk about the the l- uh, boost of diversity this cast say, had. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that was a believable yeah. New York high school. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, let's, 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 let's actually exactly. Flash Thompson, Flash let's Thompson. jump into it. Yeah, like, what'd you guys think? It was perfect. It was. It's a. It's a high school in Queens. It's not yeah. a high school in the middle of fucking Nebraska. So <laughs> yeah, they're course, not gonna have j- football. They're not gonna have a good football team, basically. Clapping, yeah. clapping. Yeah, it's. It, it was a believable cast, and told and and um, Parker. We we kind of talked about this off air, but Peter Parker didn't hang out with jocks. So unless there, the movie itself would make sure a jock was constantly following Peter. Right. Making Flash. Just another smart asshole bully. Smart-ish. Yeah, because a bully is someone who makes who punk, pick, um, who picks on you. Sorry for my stammering there. That's but okay. It's just you someone have who bad picks experience on bullies. We get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all had dealt with bullies growing up. Yeah. But um, they just pick on you. They don't have to be someone that's popular or someone that is uh, like uh, the quarterback of right. the school. It the can just be someone who's going to bully you. Yeah. And Flash was the perfect bully for Peter Parker in this universe. Yeah, if he was a jock, like he just wouldn't be in the movie that much. Because they're not in the high school. Or, I mean, 
Um, for him to be in the club, that means he's constantly picking on him. Like if he was just like on the football team, it, you would have you would not have seen him. What kind of school was it? Because it seemed like a specialty school. I don't uh, think so. Like I, don't know. Just, like I think that's just school? how they showed the. Yeah. It was. I know it was weird with the um the homeroom and the the video editing and stuff. And I I actually oh, my school was saying, had that. Yeah. Well, it, it reminded really? me of my private. Yeah. I went to private school. Yeah, and it reminded same. me of private school growing up. We and had so it wasn't. I yeah. related to it more that way rather than a large high school. Yeah, and then like the we, that news program you're talking is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So we didn't have that. It wasn't in house. It was like a, a subscription service. So there was like an actual show they would play before homeroom that was just like that. We, we had the so same thing yeah, Channel One. Uh, was that what it was called? I don't know what ours, my, yeah. ours was, but oh, you weren't in California. No, no, yeah, no yeah, I was okay. in North Carolina. So, so I've school. seen that in other movies too. Like, I mean, uh, Drive Me Crazy with uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Whoa, okay, pulling deep. There. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying I've seen that kind of like I love it. where they have a closed circuit like TV. Uh, sorry, school specific TV channel. Yeah, yeah. I've we, mm-hmm. I've seen that there. I never had that kind of like. I mean, we had TVs in every room because yeah. we were you know it was Irvine and they had money, mm-hmm. but. I mean, never just like, oh, you have a, your own broadcast center. Like, that's different. We but yeah, a, we didn't have that. We had an AV club. And so so we didn't, I don't think we had an AV club. So we had AV club, and then we have, like, starting journalism. And so there was a radio show, mm-hmm. and then it moved to, to like, a little broadcast okay. for the school internal. My school had two TVs. <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. I didn't mean to either. I'm sorry. It had to get rolled from the room in which the TVs in the library were being kept to the classroom that wanted to use the TV. Okay. Oh well, then starting to make more Otherwise, sense why you yeah. didn't. They used a projector. And projector. They, was, they just used that. But that's what we had was projectors more than we had in high school. Y- yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. That's starting to make a little more sense. Oh, but why he you're also li- connecting. But he also lives out in like uh, the boonies. The boonies. So yeah. there's there's also that. I lived in the boonies too. <laughs> yeah, but you. But again, you stated <laughs> that you went to a private school. Okay, We're talking about public yeah, yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. Our school okay. was like. Yeah. But well, that, like I said, that was a believable New York did you public high school. Yeah. Betty Brant, uh, anybody? No, yeah, she usually a brunette because she, w- she looked I, like Gwen Stacy to me with the black headband and the blonde. Well, hair. I thought oh, that was yeah, Gwen yeah. until they said Betty Brant, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Did did they mess up? Yeah, and that, was no. it a typo and no. they just kept with it? I'm keep I'm curious if it's more was there like they purposely were trying to mess with people. I think They're so like, too. Yeah. I let's think put so a, too. Let's put a blonde in there, give her a black headband, and we won't say who it is, but we'll show a still somewhere, and people are like <gasps> Gwen's in this movie. Yeah. If I was making this movie, I would totally do that. Just constantly teasing. people. Oh yeah, I'd be trolling all of you <laughs> like they did with the girl in the school who has silver, like almost white hair. Who was where? This was in the movie. This was yeah. the movie. There's Ooh. two. Um, you can see it in like one of the earlier scenes where, um, like they're in the school, and then you also see it at the dance. There's a girl in the background who's wearing or not wearing, but has like silverish white hair, and like yeah. in my brain, oh, I okay. automatically go black, black cat. cat. And yeah. I'm like, they, I thought the same they thing. They can't though. Black cat has to be older. Yeah. W- well, there's multiple problems with that because they want to do a black cat and they want to do a, sil- a black cat and silver sable, sable movie. And yeah. I'm like, you who asked more for that? No. Avi Arad. What? No, I mean not. not yeah, she. He's been fired since from Sony. He's, oh. he's departed. But it's that type of thinking of like, let's make a Venom movie and people like with Tom Hardy. I'm like, okay, we didn't even have a Spider-Man movie out yet. How do you already plan to yeah. have a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie and a Venom movie? The Venom movie was, I was very skeptical. Tom Hardy was cast. Oh my god, does Sony know what they're doing? Because that's a perfect cast. I love everything about this. Venom will be a comedy. Son of a bitch! Wait, what? Yeah, they said they want to do like a, a kind of a slapsticky comedy. <sighs> yep. 
It's going to be Venom is going to be a comedy where the villain is Carnage. Let that sink in. The villain it's, is Carnage. It's a romantic comedy. A, <laughs> I'm thinking Deadpool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go did, you know what? They probably are going to try make it like Deadpool it because they look like at the mask and they go, oh, hey, that's kind of similar. That's kind of a thing. Deadpool did well, so let's make sure and use that. That was a and real cookie cutter. Yeah. Actually, should we both I- inflict voices now? Yeah. They, they do both, both <laughs> <did>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this, guys. This sounds a bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for joining us today. I would cast the guy who... P- oh, why are we doing this voice? <laughs> <laughs> Rest of the show, it's just funny voices. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sounded like the movie phone guy. You, you really did. Mm. Is and that still a thing? Movie phone? I, I don't know. There's the internet. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, <laughs> I would that's what I'm that saying. Like, it probably still you could probably still do it in like you know Montana and just be like, oh yeah, let me call movie phone. The, the Space Jam website hasn't changed. So oh, you're you right. Yeah, it's yeah. still up. Oh my god, that's beautiful. I, it, <laughs> I, I want to pull it up right now. You you can. It's adorable. But um, it for Venom, I would rather I would have it be a serious dark film, and then let Carnage be like the third film because you can't go straight to Carnage. Because he murders people, and you're going to waste that so fast if... Let's just not do a Venom film yet. Or that. Yeah. I would be that okay with just, that. Let's yeah. just not do it yet. No yeah. Venom, no Mysterio, no Black Cat and Silver Sable. Just get Spider-Man that's, right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah, at, like Sony is Marvel's like annoying little brother. Like, shut up. We're not doing that. God. Oh. I, I, find, like, I feel like they have to do <gasps> that. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something we haven't even talked about yet. Explosions. That- Miles is in this universe. Maybe. 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 Right. It's a good <laughs> chance. Uh, so it's a so, very good chance. So what Cole's referring to in the film, uh, we see uh, Spider-Man during a party, sees some explosions <laughs> off the distance, goes out to catch up to it, and sees that a that two people are just bl- blasting intergalactic weapons. And at that point, one of the guys says, oh, you know, I don't need this stuff. I just need something to, like, to stick a guy up with. And he's like, okay, let's see what else we got here. And as soon as he said we have some kind of climbing gear, and I'm like, he's the prowler. He's the prowler. Climbing gear. He's the prowler. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, cool. What's what's going to be the thing? And then later on, when he does the facial recognition, I'm like, Alan Davis. And I'm like, no, Hoban Brown is the prowler. What are you, why? And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, why does that, it still sounds familiar. Aaron Davis? Aaron Davis. Yeah, sorry. Aaron Davis. And I'm like, I'm running through my head. I'm like, wait, that, no, okay, wait. It's the ultimate prowler is Aaron Davis. And that I'm like I'm like okay so it's still the Prowler that part was right but it's it's technically it's or not technically it's Miles Morales's uncle mm-hmm. that and I'm like okay so it's like does that mean we have a Miles in this universe does it mean like what does that mean to us maybe, maybe. I got a nephew it, it's like they opened yeah. up the option he says yeah. he which has is a nephew. smart to be honest well I mean I have a nephew doesn't mean he's Miles Morales I, <laughs> wait your nephew's not Miles Morales because so, my no. <laughs> what I really want to happen in this marriage of Marvel and Sony. Is I want a divorce. <laughs> I want them both. <laughs> I that want was th- said by no one ever. <laughs> I want this to. Oh yeah. Any any other marriage, I'm all about staying together. But for the Marvel and Sony, I want it to end now. And I want Marvel to get a Spider-Man, and I want Sony to get a Spider-Man. Possible? No. Won't happen. No. And <laughs> let one of them, because Miles lives in a world where Peter Parker isn't there, so just. Let Miles be in the MCU or Sony, and let Peter Parker be in the MCU or Sony. You think but Marvel's going to let him have that? Yeah, right. If they did Miles Morales, they're keeping him in-house. They're the ones going to be in control of that. They're but, like, but like I said, Sony's the annoying little brother. Stay out of the Sony god. If Marvel can get Spider-Man back in all properties, nope. I'm all for that. But I don't see that happening. I can see a trade being made. 
because Sony's going to constantly try and make more shit. And Marvel has said they want Spider-Man to lead the MCU in fourth in the Phase Four. You can't yep. have both ways. That was a recent statement, though. Just to be clear about that too. Like, the, for good long, this is this is pro- this is after they had already made the statements of like, we're gonna make Venom and Mysterio and all these other goofball movies. Hey, Sony, shut up! God. <laughs> I want to know how that collaboration <laughs> got pulled together. Like, I just want to know like what was going on that made it happen between Sony and the Amazing episode. Spider-Man Two. They just realized yeah. like, uh, hey, Marvel, we suck at this. Yeah, oh, have it no, back. no, 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 no. You guys <laughs> don't remember that article? It came out uh, um, before Civil War. It's why so, oh, Spider-Man was so like rushed in at the last second. Marvel was begging Sony for Spider-Man. And they said, hey, we'll give you this much money. Just let us do this. And Sony literally guffawed at them and said, get away. You can't have Spider-Man. Sony in USA America is bankrupt. They have little... Oh, maybe bankrupt is the wrong word for everyone who's going to fact check. They are very low on funds. So when the uh, its um, main founder in Japan heard of this deal, he was like, "Are you what stupid? Are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make the deal. You're not giving away Spider-Man. <laughs> You're just teaming up." And then that's why Marvel had the big balls of saying, "Like, well, it's our story. We're doing all this stuff. You can sell the, you know, the advertising and all that stuff. That's yeah. fine. You'd have the merchandise or whatever yeah. they added in the deal. But yeah. that's 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 how the deal got made, and that's why it's been." such a reluctant partnership because it's to go with a little brother analogy it was play nice or else you don't get your cookie <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. i just want fox to make the deal too i'm like guys uh, just get the x-men in there god yeah, here's the thing though too though like with the the x-men they're never gonna let that go because x-men no, is too yeah. too hot a property yeah but just give back fantastic four Fan four yeah, stick, you mean? Yes. Yeah, give back Fantastic Four, <laughs> but, but they're uh, being dicks with that one. I they s- are. I want a Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. They like they need to give back. They should give back Fantastic Four. <clears throat> it's not a lucrative property for them right now. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a joke. And it's they sh- and I believe Marvel. Well, I don't know if they have again, but they stopped making comics. Yeah, for the, the Fantastic the, Four. The, right? the characters still exist. They're, right, um, but they don't have their own. Series. They don't have their own series. Yeah, yeah. there's no. And, but that that's part of Ike Perlmutter being a controlling person. And just being like, no, like we're we're not gonna do that. And people are like, well, why didn't they cancel uh, X Men? Because that still makes bags of money for them. And yeah. and Fantastic Four has been a lower selling book for a good long while. Mm-hmm. Like there, that that's one of the titles. It's like it's it would constantly kind of go up and down. Then recently they tried to throw Spider Man into it. I mean, I say recently, you know, in a range of things, but <laughs> right. you know, like they tried to throw Spider Man in it, and it's like it still was just not hitting the numbers they would want. So it's like. It's we don't want to give them press and we don't want to put out a book that's that's selling that low, so they just cut it all together. Yeah, Fantastic Four is is in my opinion a lot like Ghost Rider and uh, in the Amazing. Punisher, the no, best movie they're, ever. They're great. <laughs> they're great when I'm I'm just moving past for that. <laughs> <laughs> they're great when they are in other people's hearts. All right, but <laughs> look, I am not looking into your eyes. You son of a bitch. Abe Lopez and Nick Cage are just gonna walk in your. <laughs> Abe Lopez was fine. It was Nick Cage that pissed me off. <laughs> when the kid in the beginning of the film is more believable than fucking Nick Cage for the rest of the hour and a half, fuck you. Let's go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, it seemed like Nick Cage was trying to be the kid instead of the other way around. And by the way, I don't know who that kid was, but he did an amazing job in those five minutes. Um, you guys remember way too much of that movie. I was like, I was checked out like right away. I was like, 
no, the it's, fuck is this? I it's on TV all the time because it probably is the cheapest. actually. But yeah. speaking of shit, going <laughs> to Fantastic weird. Four, the latest Fantastic Four movie that came out. If you watch it, and if you can do this, I know it's hard. No, I was only able to do. <laughs> I was able to do this because I was like four drinks in, and I was already mentally kind of checked out. No, that was Dark Dungeons. You're missing. You're mixing them up. <laughs> <laughs> That's two different if, movies. If you watch that film. And you can pretend like it's not Fantastic Four. The names maybe quit. Like, oh hey, Reed and Johnny, Johnny yeah. and Sue. Cool. What a coincidence. It's a pretty decent sci-fi film. Oh god, no. The minute you go, oh hey, it's Fantastic Four. You go, this is the biggest horseshit I have ever seen. Doctor Doom comes in, like almost like the you guys didn't invite me to this party, like. A community reference. Wait, that's it was an like actual Pierce. line. That's an actual line in the movie. No. Oh, it's worse. That's cold dialogue. That's yeah. <laughs> it's cold dialogue. What's worse is he turns into like a mummy thing and he just starts killing people. Hmm? Just, he's just walking the hallway. <laughs> I feel like he's doing this. Dead. You're dead. Hey, look at me. You're dead. It's, it's, it's so stupid. That, you really, that movie you really, didn't have a chance right from the get-go. Go and you're really not selling me on this one, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not good. And I'm not trying to tell people to go watch this movie and suddenly they're going to see like the greatest sci-fi film of their lives. But it's it's like sci-fi original good? where you're, Or like TBS Superstation original movie good? You mean CP? CP, yeah, CP. It's like, as, as long as you have that mindset, it's decent. Like, it's okay. It's just there's no chemistry and it's not the Fantastic Four. Like, oh. At all, like it's just well, coincidental that they have the same names and powers. Well, back to Homecoming. Uh, what did you guys <laughs> think of the uh, the end credit scenes, both of them? By the way, I this is my the very last one is my favorite one of all time now. But go ahead, Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yes. I just I want to know how many takes and how many different versions of that there are. Because Chris Evans in the original, <laughs> well, not the original, I apologize, the original Avenger Captain America suit, just be like, you got detention, or just all yeah. of these school <laughs> promos. And I'm like, this is cheesy amazingness. I or, hope there's one for STDs. <laughs> like, if they just have that off to the side, it's like in the blooper reel. And he's just, he doesn't know how to talk so about it because Cap oh. doesn't want to talk about stuff like that. So well, you cut the clap. <laughs> And that's coming from a 30-year-old virgin. (laughs) (laughs) The comedy in this film, comedy gold, the writing was just... Yeah, right? Like, there's so... The coach, when he's like, I think he's a war criminal now or something. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh, Hannibal Burris is in the MCU now. I was so happy about that. Yeah, He's not, though. Like, he didn't... He's not. He didn't bother to go to the premiere. Like he hired oh, he's in the movie, but he, he's not in the... <laughs> he, he didn't go to the premiere. He hired yeah. a, a lookalike to go and attend for him. Which who, is actually pretty funny. I'm just like, seriously? Like, you couldn't go to your own premiere? Like That's something Hannibal would do, though. If you're familiar with his comedy, like, that's that's something he would do. <laughs> I, I would. He could have sent me. I would have gone for him. Yeah. Like, no, answer is Hannibal Briss. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the guy was going to go for free. Like, he was... And then Hannibal paid him. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, take this. <laughs> Which is actually really funny. Actually, that's one of my favorite moments too. It's like my friend here, the coach, and he's like on the other yes! side. <laughs> yes. But that that felt like a PE coach who just yeah. didn't care. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, for the people listening, we're talking about the uh, the uh, PSAs that they play throughout the film, and then the, the very last one was about patience. Oh my god! <laughs> god yes. The last credit scene, Cap just walks forward. Patience. <laughs> <laughs> How many more of these do we got? It's like, like, I, it's like oh, you got so, me. Oh. When you're waiting for something that does, and it waiting for something forever, and it doesn't pay off. 
There's, uh, I mean, uh, this is jumping around back from that now. So we didn't even touch on the Tinker at all. The fact that they had the okay, that's who it was. I was trying to figure out who the fuck that character was. Go yeah, ahead, Ken. he's a tinker, and he's yeah. the one who designs. He designs suits for the majority of Spider-Man's villains, and I mean, right. then throughout other villains and stuff. Oh, is too. that who that was? Yeah, yeah. that was the tinker. Because I was trying. I was like, last night at um, a JP at uh, what are we calling their place? JPG and Alex. He calls it Home One. I call it. Uh, because they, they only call like bed G and G or something. So, I don't know. I don't Their know. house. But anyway, yeah. we were we had a discussion about it, and it was like I couldn't. T- I know he was someone important because they gave him a name, and there was this movie had so many Spider-Man villains, just and, throughout the whole thing. Oh right, Matt. The and Scorpion. It yeah. doesn't anyway. feel like it's jam-packed. Like that's the other thing. It's so well done in the fact that we had in one movie the Scorpion, the Shocker, two, two shockers, shockers, and the Vulture. And there's, by the way, there's still a ton more like Spider-Man, like mythos characters in there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it's not Amazing Spider-Man, uh, I'm sorry, it's not Amazing Spider-Man 2, it's not Spider-Man 3 where they just keep throwing more and more at you. Yeah. Like, it just, it's so well done because it's like, it's a side character. The Scorpion, when they said Mac Gargan, Ebony can appoint, uh, attest to this, I was like, oh! Yeah. Like, and, I did the same thing. And like, well, I'm like, Mac Good Gar- thing I was watching alone. <laughs> the the tattoo was, no, all, was the giveaway. In, yeah. Well, they called him Mac Gargan. Uh, yeah, I, like, I heard Matt Gargan, I was like, oh! And like Kareem was like, who, who, who's that? I'm like, because like I don't want to talk during the movie. But then like you see him on screen, you see his, the the scorpion tattoo on his arm, his yeah. neck. And I'm like, that's great. And then you see him in the end credit scene, with the his entire arm is like a, in a fancy cast. And like later versions of the scorpion, he has these scorpion claws, and one's larger than the other. Like, oh really? Like, like some scorpions. Oh okay. Yeah. And so it's like I can totally see that happening now, like because you know the tinker will make. Because hypothetically, he got away. Like he didn't yeah. get caught. Like so he could have gone on the run. And like that is like. We've had so many. We got so many characters in this one movie, and it didn't feel overly la- like laden with but it. But how do you feel about um, Spider-Man's villains now affected by the event? That's fine. It makes sense That's in this universe. Ties it in. Yeah. yeah, you're you're okay with that? Yeah. I have to admit that part is it, the the event is starting to get kind of annoying it's weird really? it's a double-edged sword because i i'm getting annoyed that that's becoming all these people came out of the event or wakanda but at the same time i'm wow, appreciating that <laughs> because it's heard it here first they're Cole, coming, for, sorry you gotta stop with the racist <laughs> jokes guys um, you gotta stop making racist comments <laughs> okay, anyway go, go go ahead <laughs> um but i'm really appreciative that they're they're going back to earlier films and be like hey this happened. We're acknowledging that this thing has happened, and that's why it has caused all this to move forward. So it's weird. It's like I'm annoyed, um, but appreciative. I'm going to say that it is an intelligently spun web, and it's wonderful oh that they... <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even finish that sentence. <laughs> I couldn't. I you still couldn't. haven't finished the sentence. How You're laughing right you. now. <laughs> I'm sorry, though. I, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I will oppose that just because I think it's... It, are you saying the interrelation, there's something wrong with that? It well no it was it's it's annoying in the sense that's like really we're going back to the event that oh hey cool super villain the event oh hey this the event uh, okay. hey, but, this, but the you event. hear that he criticism knows the event you but you hear that criticism in other movie universes where it's like how come they don't mention this guy or oh, yeah, call no, that yeah. guy no, so like that's I where said, it's like yeah it makes sense here like it's, oh it's, a it's all tied sword. like yeah. I was saying it's mm-hmm. the moment where I'm yeah. like. I appreciate it because the callbacks are great. So, so you're but just, it's annoying that that's always. So the you're callback. just but you're just what, upset about the repetition. Yeah. And what about always? Like, I mean, how many other villains have we said that we tie back to? Agents of Shield. So the show. The show. 
And, I haven't um, seen the Spider-Man show. villains. Um, what wait? What spider? This is the first movie. What Spider-Man villains? So far, yes. They're going Vulture it, and Shocker. Yes, Vulture, Shocker, and it, you really think Sony's creative enough to create a whole new story, or they're going to just constantly detect the, the wait, Tinkerer? Wait, you're going off to Sony make, now? What? No, yeah, here's what? the thing. <laughs> you just said it. The Tinkerer makes suits for almost every villain in Spider-Man. Yeah, he's tinkering with the event, like stuff from the aliens. So yeah. he'll make yeah. suits with that technology, thus meaning the event spawned well, all of these villains. No. What spawned all these villains is Was Tony. The, yeah. That the, the, at, at the uh, dur- during Avengers, they're like, you know what? No, you changed the game, Tony. Oh, in when, Civil War. When no, no, in Iron Man. in Avengers, Iron Man. Yeah. in Iron Man, he's like, you changed the game. You're a game changer. The Hulk's a game changer, and this is all spawning oh. because of you. And they're like, because now people can wear, can, you know, can level of city in Harlem, mm-hmm. because people can wear an iron suit and do this. The game has changed, and that's what that's their first moment in Avengers, and they say that. That's why things. That's why they're trying to shoot a nuke at New York. Yeah. And so it, it technically it all goes back to Tony. It's him starting. He's the catalyst, and that's the thing too is to have an, a universe that's our universe but divergent. What's that catalyst? What's the event that, that changes things? And for for the MCU, it's Tony. Mm. And well, I mean, to a certain degree, it's Captain. Actually, actually, no, I'm. Timeline wise, in our heads, it's Tony, but actually, it's Captain America. It's Red Skull, because oh, yeah. that's the oh. that's the first event. the The idea yeah. that we need to create a super soldier. That's how we got to the Hulk was because are, of super soldier serum. Are you as curious as I am in wanting to know what happened in the original Avengers? Because they oh, yeah, hinted that with the Ant Man. And, and, uh, no, sorry. What do you mean, the original Avengers? No, yeah. like um, so in the MCU, not comics. MCU. Okay. Um, it's shown that Ant Man. Um, was already fighting the um the Russians, so that's in the Shield, Cold War. Yeah, so the Shield was already around because yeah. Tony's father's created it. I would love to know that timeline with those heroes. Well, I mean, if you want to give credit to to Tony's father, I I give the credit to Peggy Carter personally. I was gonna say, I was but like, maybe have you seen maybe I'm just a feminist, Cole. Maybe no, no, I just I, like I, to <laughs> give credit where credit's <laughs> due. Oh God! Okay. Uh, oh God! I love you. Fury so says right he's now. one of the founding members of Shield. Actually, thank God this glass window is in between <laughs> the two of you now. Jesus. No, it's anyway. Fury says he's in the um he's one of the founding members of if Shield. If you're gonna listen to a man, sure, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. So, but okay, but to the point though, like, no, yeah, Shield existed, the SSR existed, and that brought us into the Shield, into Shield, of course. Yeah. So I would love to see like those that 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 decade of stories, like a proto Avengers. Yeah, like kinda, when they yeah. fo- basically forming Shield, like whatever it was called. The big, I don't know. It was, it was Shield. SSR. It SSR. It's our, okay. SSR, SSR oh, first, right. and then Shield. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's what you mean. You want to see like Tony, more of Tony, Peggy. Uh, no, not Tony. Not Tony. Tony. Oh, what the fuck's his name? Howard. Howard. Howard, Howard Peggy, like all of that yeah, leading I, up to we it. We kind of almost were getting that with um, Agent um, Agent Carter. Did you see that? No, I haven't. Oh, I have, it's not you. on. I'm waiting for it to go on Netflix because you know it's going to happen eventually. I hope. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I just, I haven't seen, I, I don't want to legally stream it. Watch that shit. You know, illegally stream it, but good. I think there's a way. There's got to be another way. Come on, Ken. Isn't there another way? Um, Hulu had the rights for a good long while, but I don't think they do now. I, it's not <laughs> on know. there now because I I have but Hulu and Netflix, and th- I'm just waiting. I'm just yeah. constantly waiting. But yeah, but back to you know timeline wise, Captain America creating everything. Like that's actually just I feel like it's a classic dilemma in these types of movies or in superheroes in general because yeah. like Batman went through something similar. It's like oh didn't it, um what was it. I want to say it was like an episode of the animated series where he was like 
being judged. He was like in a, he was in Arkham Asylum and like they were judging him. Oh. And they were they were saying like these criminals are the result of you showing up and escalating things. Oh, oh and it's just kind of that I dilemma. It's like, well, he had to show up because we needed to stop, but now these things showed up because of you and like are you bringing these problems what came or first, are you chicken or the egg? Yeah, are you are you helping yeah. or making things worse? So yeah. I, I actually kind of love that dilemma seeing how it plays out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's and the things who thankfully because of, you know, the Captain America being one of the, the early movies, you also have the the fact that the the Germany in World War Two was, you know, the, they had the Thule Society, which was trying to research the occult and trying to find ways to like win the war. And so, th- I mean, that that leads easily into the Red Skull having, you know, the, the cosmic cube. And then that that story builds there. So that essentially that's your inciting event. That starts that. That's jumping back on the previous topic. Was that that's your inciting event that leads everything forward? That leads us to a super soldier, which leads us to Hulk and Iron Man. You know, he's he's just that smart. He creates these things. So that's that's how it all builds up. And like, and it is a bit of a like. I understand like your complaint that like things kind of tie back to they keep calling the event. And but I mean to a certain degree, like if you grew up with shows like I want to like was. Star Trek, where you have like kind of a, a a Planet of the Week thing, or Smallville, where you had a Freak of the Week, and like lots yeah. of different serialized dramas that we have that kind of just like here's your here's your goof thing for the week, and then we have an overlying theme for all of them. They all tie together at the end. If, if that's what we're essentially getting, but in movie form, I'm kind of okay with it. Like mm. it, I'm fine with the fact that you know Spider Man got his powers because. At some point, someone was like, "Oh, you know that super soldier serum? We could use that to, you know, manufacture these spiders that you know made super strong web." That's the amazing stories that yeah. they had. These. Well, I think what you're getting at, Ken, is just overall plot-wise and thematically, it it makes a lot of sense why the event would get, you know, so many callbacks. Right. There's a type right. of continuity to it, right? Well, that yeah. that yeah, and exactly that's kind of what they're going for, and it it's been working. Like they're I making bags that. of money. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Is like, I mean, we can't go, as a society, as we talk about things, I don't think a week goes by without someone mentioning 9-11 in some, kind of, some form or another. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it's because true. of the yeah. media I partake in, but we all have at least a, a weekly kind of reminder of, like, of 9-11 like, in some way or another. And I think that's, that's kind of a, a good real-world mm-hmm. ca- comparison. Like, we, things happen in our lifetime that change the way we view the world around us. Yeah. I mean, it was aftermath to a New York attack. In yeah. the movies, well, yeah. and, and then Civil War was a result of Sokovia. And, exactly, yeah. and so I mean, it's something relatable to our time frame, and that reaches people's emotions. Well, I just, I just hope you guys are hearing everything that it's a double-edged sword where I appreciate it and hate <laughs> it at the same time. No, I feel I, like you're not yeah, yeah. the no, 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 we, part. Yeah, no, but that's what we're saying. Like, it, it's. I think maybe they're having trouble wondering, like, why is it such a problem just over repetition when it's such a massive thing and you're just kind of just sick of like yeah. the, you, you you don't want all the movies to lean on that so much but it, i think it's a balance of like the mcu relies on that has to rely on that but you don't want to see it repeated over and over again right yeah i mean okay. it's kind of the base of the tree to me in a way yeah to say and then then you can branch off into everything else and i i kind of like that but then again maybe it's not your style yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, final thoughts on Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, I don't think we're done yet. Hmm? What do you need? <laughs> we didn't mention Ned Leeds. <gasps> Ned You're right. Leeds oh, actually, you know what, Ken? I'm sure you went nuts when you saw Lego <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> I know. I was like, your seat must have been soaked. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but like I mean, the fact I mean this this came up in during like trailers and stuff like that and discussions of casting. And the first I see him, I'm like, the first thing you think is he's Genki from the Ultimate Universe. He's Miles Morales' best friend because yeah. I'm sorry to follow a stereotype, but he he's that same physical character. And then it turns out that he's Ned. And I'm like, wait, Ned? There's only one Ned in the Spider-Man universe, as far as I know. Ned leads. And I'm like, so. Is this is that where we're gonna go with this? Because that's a whole nother thing to go down. I'm not familiar with Ned Leeds. Wasn't there an Asian iteration of him though? Of or Ned Leeds? Yeah, of Ned. No, no. no. Ned, okay. Ned's pretty much only. I don't remember if he showed up in the '90s Spider-Man series. I don't believe he did. Uh, he didn't show up in Spectacular. He didn't. Sh- he didn't show up in the Ultimate Spider-Man series, the more recent cartoon. Um, but Ned Leeds, at one point, was understood to be the Hobgoblin. Uh. Oh, okay. The, after got it. Okay, at got one it point. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. in later continuity, they retconned that. Right. So Ned Leeds in the comics um, f- hooks up with Betty Brant. They're married. He's actually a reporter for the Daily Bugle. He um, he's in love with with Betty, and there's actually was a bit of a love triangle between Betty and Peter and Ned. If I remember, they get married. He's uh, Peter Parker's actually the best man for Ned at his wedding with Betty, and then he. The, so at the time, the story for Hobgoblin was. He is a criminal who found Green Goblin's equipment and's like, well, shit, look at all this. I can just, I can be a villain with this stuff. Yeah. And takes all this stuff, and you never knew who he was. He was yeah. always, he was always masked. He never unmasked. It was always a mystery. And then finally, when it's unmasked, it's like, it's Ned. And you're like, huh? What? Like, it doesn't feel, it didn't feel like a lot of people yeah. had a problem with it. I remember a few articles like having that reaction. Well, I mean, yeah. whatever, but like, who? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Later on, it's revealed that, yeah, that, that's Gank. Um, later on, it's revealed that uh, uh, Rod- Roderick Kingsley brainwashed him and made him believe that he okay. was the criminal doing all these things. But uh, for a good long while, everyone thought that Ned Leeds was the original Hobgoblin. Okay, well, let's get back to the casting. We went a little too far down Yeah, that. that, that's um, way down the, yeah, yeah. that comic book okay. hole. But, the, like, Ned is, uh, as you liked it, as you mentioned, he's Filipino. And that this, this goes back to our discussion of a more diverse cast. It is problematic because... As we say, it's a more diverse cast. Our leading characters, Peter Parker, Tony Stark, um, Adrian Toomes are all white. But it, it, I'm happy about our little bit of progress. And Cole has a comment. It's more of a mind-blowing moment. Is Ned our Harry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Essentially. Okay. No, 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 no. Not like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. No, no, the, but the like, I goblin. see. Goblin. No, he's our placeholder for Ned or for uh, Harry. He's he's his friend. That's. But they he, could use him. Like I could. I see what Cole's getting at. That. They could use him as. That Green because Goblin? we're connected to Ned, so if I mean, Ned yeah. and Harry, if Ned and Peter have a falling out, and Ned tries killing him as the Green Goblin, and Ned knows who he is, we'll yeah. have that connection. Oh no, Sony, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! No, but that. stop He's it! Like so I mean, no, I mean, Ned will. That's what we're supposed to have. I mean, Ned will have to do some CrossFit first, but like he could <laughs> totally. Aww. Like, what? Drugs. Okay. He like he's not healthy looking. I'm sorry. Harry is a drug uh, drug addict. He gets addicted to the serum that his father created, which is why Well, not just actual drugs too in the well, series. He yeah. was a, he actually he had a he had a drug issue. Uh, Harry Osborne in the original series had a had a drug issue mm. that he had to go go away and got cleaned up and stuff like that and he he fought that addiction and then later on lost to it because of the Green Goblin serum. Yeah, but I could definitely see that in some way I don't know if they'll make him a goblin or anything, but Somewhere, somewhere down the road, Ned knowing Peter's secret identity is gonna bite Peter in the ass. Like, because the you know. thing about Pe- oh, Spider-Man, you mean like he might blurt it out in the middle of gym class at some point? <laughs> that, well, he didn't say he was Spider-Man. <laughs> he yeah, knew. he said he knew him. The thing about yeah. Spider-Man that I've always loved is it's the dark side of being a superhero. Because everyone always says, "Oh, hey, you have superpowers. Your life is easier now." 
But no. Spider-Man, it's like, it, it's more of a curse. And having a best friend who knows your um, your superpowers gives you an out. It gives you an outlet. It gives you someone to lean on. And if they take that from Peter, that's classic Spider-Man stories. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's very yeah. reminiscent of Kyle Reiner, the best Green Lantern. <laughs> you got to stop, man. Here we go. There's a lot of... Here we go. That glass is there I for a reason. The wall is shaking, you guys. <laughs> no, I didn't know there was a fucking bridge in there. Like, I, just, I didn't bring my gold pieces. I apologize. Okay. And with that, final thoughts on the movie. Cole. I- Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go this way. Okay, so uh, final thoughts of Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's a good movie. I'm really appreciative of the direction that everything is going. It's just I had a hard time connecting to Spider-Man, more personal reasons than critiquing reasons. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Ebony, I had a blast. I had so much fun. I haven't had this much fun in such a long time, and so I really enjoyed it. And the diversity, like seriously, everything. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was great. And Ken? Oh no, you, please go ahead, good sir. No, no, go. No, no, no please. No, you. No, you. No, you. I'm no what? What do you? Right now. Yeah, Ken, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm letting you say your piece. No, I'm, I'm going last. You're going last. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm moving. My show. Here. <laughs> 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 this is the best Spider-Man movie to date. And it does the best job of, I want to say, piecing together the, like, bits that are so perfect in this cartoon universe and this comic book universe and this, like, this, a bit from the movie over here. It just does the best job of giving us a really well-fleshed-out Spider-Man for our time. Like, and and it fits so well in the Marvel universe, I'm sorry, the MCU, that I'm like, there's... It's the best to date, I'm sure. And I say to date because I'm hoping at some point maybe they get to a point where it's like, this is the best ever. This, yeah. Like, you never know. No, I agree. Like, go watch this one. This was fantastic. I had a blast. Um, I, you could see the amount of care that went to every little detail of this movie. And from not just the, you know, the comic book elements, like staying in continuity and all these little Easter eggs, but um, even being like socially aware with the diversity and like the casting – uh, and the way it's integrated into the MCU, I just thought like, wow, they really did their homework and they really wanted to take care of this property and like, hey, like, welcome home, welcome to back to Marvel, like the title says. Yeah, the, the so. titles, it, it's it's a great title in the idea that Peter Parker is coming home to the Marvel MCU, but it's it's bittersweet if after they their deal runs out, we just get the slapstick Venom movie. And Carnage dancing across the street. I'm going back and forth. Like that sounds terrible, but part of me <laughs> wants to see it. <laughs> part of me is like, I don't know. If it's like slapstick, like Laurel and Hardy, like. <laughs> oh God. I was thinking it's more. just physical Cole, comedy. Guys, it's if you could see Cole's face right now, <laughs> I was the disappointment. More of like Dumb and Dumberer. Yeah. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the like Venom and Carnage on a crosstown trip because they're trying to retrieve the briefcase. Yeah, and Marvel's like, God damn it, Sony, what'd you do? What? I just made a movie. Okay, Maybe but a at least. father and son story. <laughs> oh, God. We'll always have Homecoming. There you go. We will always have home- Like, Spider-Man was finally real. He finally became live action to me oh. in this. There you go. Okay, let's wrap this one up. Cole, where can they find you, bud? Uh, so you can find me on social media as at Emerald Knight 86, E-M-E-R-A-L-D-K-N-I-G-H-T 86. Speaking of bad habits from JPG. Anyway. I know, right? Yeah. Spelling out everything. <laughs> if you can't spell, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am space S-O-R-R-Y. 
Um, but yeah, you can find me at Instagram. Uh, you can also look up. I'm part of a podcast called Ready Set Geek under the Geek Say What Network, which is how I work with all these lovely people in this room, including the troll in the other room. Oh, and troll! Oh, glad that wall's there. Anyway, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a little rude. Even I mean, we're coworkers. Oh we are. God. I don't appreciate I don't, that. <laughs> oh. Is it oh hug time? It's. I'm we're gonna, gonna divorce when it's his. We're turn. gonna do another show where it's like Ebony's not here, and then I'm in like the other room, <laughs> and we're just gonna see like what happens. <laughs> Anyway, the microphones um, will explode. In a steel yeah. cage match yeah. from Geek Say What, <laughs> in this corner, Emerald Knight 86. <laughs> On the defensive. <laughs> oh man, that would that would be a good show. It um, would. We'll we'll do that again because this one this one was kind of last minute. So thank you again for coming in, Cole. Yeah. No, it was appreciative of being here. But yeah, like I said, uh, Ready Set Geek and the Geek Say What Network, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and iTunes. I don't have to say that part because I'm a guest. Yeah, you're what? a guest. You got. Don't worry about it, man. Uh, Ebony, where can they find you? Social media, I'm mainly on Instagram under Jewel Spirit. Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr. <laughs> we'll have a good time. Sanga. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace. <Yeah. laughs> and sorry in advance. I know I'm going to say something next episode. So anyway. <laughs> and Ken, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at GeoCities under Fear... Fierce Angel, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just look me up. Look on me Angel Fire as well. Yeah. Wait, what I miss? Geocid. You don't remember he, that he's one? He's too young. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't. I actually, I don't remember Geocity. What's, what's what? Oh my god! Just, just, I just, yeah. I just, just roll the credits. Roll yeah. the credits. You're not that much younger than us, are you? Anyway. No. Hey. Wait, what is it? Oh, oh don't Let's worry go. about it. It's dead. Whatever oh. it is. Oh dang it! Ebony just brought up the soundtrack. The music. To the this music film. was. Like this is totally the wrong time to talk about this. We're the music. The show? No, fuck it. Next segment. Let's roll. Let's <laughs> it was too good. We'll, we'll get to it in the next show. Uh, any oh. other plugs, Ken? Uh, go see Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, yeah. I, I, I've, uh, I have two scenes in that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And don't forget to check out the Geek Say What Network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. Check out the other two shows on the network. Like Cole said, he's part of the Ready Set uh, Geek crew, Woo-hoo. hosted by uh, himself, JPG, and Alex. And check out Geek KO, who um, it was who was hosted by. Uh, you can do this, it, <laughs> Justin Madriaga and Ish, and they're going to have a panel at Comic Con Thursday, July twentieth, in the library at two p.m. Yes, so come check us out there. And uh, don't forget to download all those shows and rate, comment, subscribe. You can find all of us on iTunes, obviously, if you're listening to this. Anywho. Or the website. Yeah. There you go. And shout out to our apparel sponsor, Jordan Dene. Is it just jordandene.com? Yes. And actually, they will actually have a Comic-Con exclusive bag at Comic-Con this year. Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah, so Jordan Dene is a geek apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York, who's also eco-friendly. So she's helping you look nerdy and doing her part to save the environment. And shout out to Whalen Productions. Is it just Whalen.com or WhalenProductions.com? WhalenProductions.ws, I believe. .ws. Something like that along those lines. It's it's Google Whalen Productions. You're going to find us. There you go. Uh, yeah, shout out to them for uh, allowing us to use their space and their equipment and helping us sound great. Um, and, you know, like I said, watch Spider-Man Homecoming. It's great. Um, and don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe to this podcast to join the offensive. Thank you.